I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 508 of the Chuck and Brad podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. And I want to open this podcast with uh, a great segment. I'm trying to figure out if you should read mine and I should read yours. I didn't even write mine down, baby. Really? Yeah. I guess I'll read mine then. Up in the old noodle. All right. You know, we love to be on top of things and uh, we love to be the people that bring you your celebrity news. Everyone knows that Army Hammer, the actor, has been accused of being a big cannibal. Yep. Recently, so we we Brad and I said, "What is the responsible way to handle this?" And he said, "Let's write some Army Hammer jokes." So, what do you got, Brad, for your joke? Ah, uh, joke is uh is putting it strongly. Uh, do you know what Army Hammer says to himself when he's feeling pessimistic about getting something done? What does he say? Come on, you're not a cantabull. <laughs> That's so weird. You're a cannibal. Yeah. All right, you want to hear my jokes? I'd li- I have one more. Oh, you have two. I think yeah, you only have t- one. Oh, I, I thought of one uh, uh, when I was laying on the couch half an hour ago. I got to hear it. And uh, I ran into uh, Army Hammer at, at Comic-Con, and I said, you know, we were in the elevator. I said, oh, I'd give my arm and a leg to be in a movie with you. <laughs> and he said, throw in a thigh and a breast, and you got yourself a deal. <laughs> All right, you ready for mine? I am. Uh, okay, ready? Yes. Oh, we're talking about Army Hammer. He's a man after my own heart. <laughs> Literally, don't tell him where I am. He texted me that he wants to eat my heart. Yep. <laughs> what do you think about that one? That's good. That's really good. Army Hammer was moving and he asked me to give him a hand. Oh, no. I was no. about to say sure, but then just to be clear, I texted back. What do you mean? He texted back that he wants to use a fork and a knife to eat my hands after he's done eating my heart. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you hear about uh, Army Hammer's cannibalistic tendencies? Yes, we've just mentioned it quite a bit. <laughs> I've heard about having skeletons in the closet, but jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, that's good. Right. Uh, how come David Fincher, who directed Army Hammer in uh, Social Network, didn't have Army Hammer in his newest movie? I don't know, Chuck. Why not? Because last time it cost him an arm and a leg. Oh, there we go. Same, same yes. joke that yeah. you made. Uh did you know that Army Hammer tells really long stories? I did not. Yeah, he'll really chew your ear off. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Oh, that really is. So I was trying to think of these this weekend, Valentine's Day, with Gina, my girlfriend. Yep. And she was like, this is so stupid. These are so dumb. They're so easy to make. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you write one. And I wrote it down word for word as it came out of her, ho- her mouth. And here's Good. what she said. I'd love to hear it. Army Hammer played the founder of Facebook, but the only face he found was not in a book. He ate it off someone's <laughs> face. <laughs> Because she was like trying to figure it out, yep. but she failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about miserably. Uh, so that's our Army Hammer opening. Wow. That was pretty good. That's how we're going to open every podcast <laughs> from here on out. You know what? Don't It feels like there's a bottomless pit of those kind of puns you can come up with. Yeah, a bottomless pit full of like leg bones. Yes. I couldn't find any more though. I was trying to think and think. I was racking my brain and there's a lot of phrases that do have to do with body parts, right. but not ones that are like take my this or, or like yeah. i'll have you know what i mean it, it, yeah. they didn't work like 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 use your use your brain yeah 
Like that one's you can't really turn it into an army hammer eats my brain joke. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's tough. Uh but uh those are fun. That was really fun. I liked I like I had a lot of fun doing that. That's that's a good time. Yeah, it's really fun. Um all right. So let's see. Let's get into some real stuff. Uh last week on the podcast. Well, actually, you know how let's say this. We just started explosive intro people are fucking pissing their pants they're, they're calling laughing. their moms they're they're <laughs> laughing so hard they don't know what to do they, they they're they're searching for their room for a canister of helium to turn it off but nope it's just us wait would that make you laugh no it just makes your voice high what's the last la- nitrous the, oxide they, they're looking for the nitrous that's just us yeah you know what nitrous there's a local makes your dentist. Voice lower. there's a local dentist and he has a tank yeah and it has a little nozzle on it, mm-hmm. but all it does is press play on an MP3 player of the Chuck and Brad podcast. <laughs> and his patient does are, nothing for anesthesia. They've said they're twice as satisfied. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's very painful, yeah. but they're laughing. Um, if you like the Chuck and Brad podcast, get your friends to listen to it. Tell a friend about the Chuck and Brad podcast. Please help us grow. Uh, follow us on Facebook and I mean Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Discount Chuck. I'm at Brad Rohr. That's B R A D R O H R E R. And on Facebook, we're uh, the Chuck and Brad Podcast. So share stuff. If we share it, you want to share it. You say, "Oh, this is a good episode." Share it, retweet it. Um, we're going to try to start doing our clips again every week. We used to do clips all the time. And our good buddy in the Netherlands, Adam Nishma, Netherlands Nishma, may or may not be a Yeti. I've never met him in real life. Is that where the Yetis are? No. Where are the Yetis? Nepal. Yeah, it's it's fictional. They can't, they Nepal can't travel is not the Yetis? fictional. Well, the Yetis. Oh, the, oh, you think the Yeti comes down from the mountains, the Himalayas where they live, to like the lowlands, <sighs> the barely at sea level. I, so sa- think about the, what that would do to Yeti uh, physiology in <laughs> terms of like lungs. So I have a question about the Yeti. Okay, good. So Sasquatch. Yep. Cousin of the Yeti. Yeah, that's what they say. Cousin Yeti. Is he only in one place? You know what? They're not sure. There was a National Lampoon's uh, Sasquatch movie and Cousin Yeti came. There you go. Showed up in his RV. So dumb. Um, Sasquatch is only in one place in the world or he's in every forest. Well, see, people aren't sure where Sasquatch is. Is he in the Pacific Northwest? That's how the Yetis are. That's how I think the Yetis. Well, you're you're sure that the Yeti is only in one part of the world? I'm an expert cryptozoologist. All right. Well, I think Nishma is a Yeti. And uh, Adam Nishma, you're a great guy. Uh, no, he's not a great guy. He's a great Yeti. He's a great Yeti. He's a, a Yeti is half man, half beast. And uh, you're just I don't know anything it, about the Yeti. You really don't. But Nishma's going to help us. He's going to be helping us with our audio clips every week. He's a great dude. And we're going to be putting those up. And if you see him come up, you think they're funny, retweet him, uh, like him on Instagram, whatever. Share them on Facebook. But let's get the word out about the podcast. We want it to grow. We love the community. It's been a lot of fun. Um, there's actually a, a TikTok. I just, I, I'm not going to start plugging TikTok, but okay. like I did grab Chuck and Brad podcast on TikTok. Good thinking. And I put up a clip from uh, a show with Ray, one of uh, Ray's funnier clips of him criticizing me and my dental habits. And I put that up and I think it's getting a pretty good amount of views. I uh, I also secured a, a TikTok domain name. It's uh, called Brad Podcast RIP Chuck Frowny Face. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What podcast is that? Uh, <laughs> ah, you'll find out. <laughs> three to four months until it starts. Yes. So uh, weren't you, weren't you going to go be in that Army Hammer movie yeah. in two, two to three months? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Help us help us spread the word about the podcast if you like. I really would appreciate that. Um, big response to last week's episode. Uh, 507 with Ray Harrington on, uh, you know, that yeah. episode, I would, major gigs from all parties involved. Uh, I think that's pretty good. Major gigs. Yeah. That's a thing. I coined. Was it major gigs or was it a uh, massive gig? Massive gigs. Yeah. Massive gigs. There were a lot of episode. gigs. A lot of gigs in that episode. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, you know, Ray was on. I would call that episode, unofficially, the title would be The Trial of Ray Harrington. Right. Every week we kind of name it like three things. Right. Like the this, the this, and the this. Uh, and last week we had Ray on because uh, with our influx of new listeners over the past six months, a few people have written in about Ray and a lot of positive stuff, yep. a couple negative things. So we had him on to discuss that last week. And I got to tell you, we got some emails about about that whole thing. Boy, I hope they were positive. Which we're going to, well, we're going to get to them right, right now. You ready for some emails? Yes, I am. Should we have like an email thing? Should we have a... We're, I mean, we're supposed to have the sound effect for a pod topics I that we know. never use. I know. So. We got to use... We got to have Jennifer... We, we did a con where we moderated for Jennifer Seahe, the voice of the original Hot Pockets commercial. Among other things. And we had her say, pod topics... Uh, for us to do before our topics every week, but we never we remember to remember to use it. Yeah. Now that's your job from now on because you edit the podcast. Thanks. You got it. Uh, we got to get an email one. What's a good email one? Email topics. All right. <laughs> Strong Bad had a good one. Email. I don't know. Well, yeah, I it, it, it it changed uh, week yeah. to week for him. So. Email. So all right. So email. We'll and we'll, we'll we'll think of an email sting. Uh, Look at you in your technical terms. Yeah. So first one. Your time on the set of the Lone Ranger Two is really paying off. <laughs> Cost me an arm and a leg. <laughs> um, first email. This is in reference to something I said last week. Uh, subject line. The SARS blanket. Okay. Hey, guys. Shedding some light on the SARS blanket Chuck was referring to, re- referencing on the latest podcast. I'm pretty sure he's thinking of the South Park episode where the Indian casino wants to buy the town and the Indians give the people of South Park SARS infested blankets to get rid of them. Then the people of South Park have the cure, which is 7-Up chicken soup and saltines. Chuby for life from Steph. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, Steph. And we're going to respond to that in a second, but I got another similar email, so I'm going to read them together. Thank you. Subject line, SARS Blanket. Hey, Chuck and Brad, hope you're doing well. First thing I want to let you know is your podcast has really been getting me through quarantine and life in general. This is my second time emailing, and I've been a weekly listener since October. Thanks. In your most recent episode featuring Ray Harrington, the word SARS Blanket really made me laugh and made me think of something I wonder if it was Chuck was also thinking of. There's an older South Park episode called Red Man's Greed, where the Native American community in South Park are planning to buy the town of South Park to build their superhighway over it, and the townspeople protest by staying in the streets. The Native Americans decide that they're going to give them blankets covered with SARS, and the way that they get SARS in the blankets, they rub naked middle-aged Chinese men all over the blankets and hand them out to the members of South Park so they get SARS. It's a pretty hilarious episode, and I started laughing so hard when I heard the word SARS blanket. So Chuck, I was wondering, is that what you were thinking about? If not, I recommend watching that episode of, episode of South Park anyway. Brad, I just wanted to let you know that your 85 books last year inspired me to read more. Good. I failed on my Goodreads challenge of reading 20 books it's in 2020. Okay. I only read nine, but I set my goal to 25 this year and I've already read four. That's great. Also, I DM'd you on Instagram a while back and I want to say thank you for all the information on Brandon Sanderson's books. Oh, he's so good. Hope all is well with the both of you. I'm going to continue to enjoy the podcast. Chuby for life, Zane. Wow, a couple Chubies. Yeah, for life. Yeah. These people are here for life. That's true. Um, after Nishma's editing job on the new uh, clips, I think it's going to say Yetis for life. Chubies and Yetis for life. I, Yeti Chuby for life. I hope that's not. Nishma. No, that's... Uh, Zane and Steph. That is what I was thinking of. Okay. It is somewhat disheartening to me. That I am getting real history mixed up with South Park. <laughs> what do you it, think it about It is somehow more disheartening to me. <laughs> well, what do you think? That happens. Does it though? I, I, It's weird because I can see you mixing things up with like, I guess a live action show, but to mix hmm. history up with South Park, hmm. 
an animated, crudely animated show. Well, here's, you know what? Let's, how about this? I have a counter argument. Good. History. Uh-huh. Uh, Written by the victors. You never see, like, actual videos or photograph of history. It usually is, like, paintings and, and depictions. You never see... Oh, you can't... You, you can't... You, how, about this, how about this way? Show me a picture of a pilgrim... Right. ...handing an, a, I, I'm a just Native saying, American yeah. uh, a blanket sure. that's covered in... Smallpox. Smallpox. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It but does what not. You, but what you might see... Painting. Okay. ...is a painting so, in a history book. So you mixed up a painting in a history book with uh, a long-running, really well-done... <laughs> yeah, it's quite good. ...cartoon I gotta on Comedy honest, Central. Yes. I think some of my memories... Uh-huh. Are either dreams or things I made up. Okay, good. Did you ever get scared of that? No. <laughs> I think that happens all the time. You know, I, 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 right. So I've had dreams yes. where I am like a character in, in Halo, like, like me in the Master Chief suit, <laughs> yeah. but like I'm, I'm animated. I'm, I'm 32 bit or 64. How many ever bits Halo was? I think it's 360. Sure. Just making that up. I know. Um, and I've had dreams where I'm on The Simpsons, uh, like as me, animated, whatever. Uh, but that's about it for me. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's honestly, it's more of a mm-hmm. cinematic dream than anything where it's like, I'm dreaming an episode of The Simpsons. Huh. Yeah. I wonder but though. But I don't, I, I don't wake up and say, wow, that was, that was sure a good real life episode. I don't know. I, I'm nervous that some of my memories are dreams. Some uh, of my give me, dreams give me some examples and I'll tell you if, you know, if, if they're true or not. You know what? You need a little totem, like a little top uh, that you can spin. The Inception yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because I don't think at the time, I think it's just like, I'll put it this way. Is it possible? Yes. And just saying possible. Let's say you and Brent, your brother and your yep. family, your mom and dad went yep. out to like a playground one day. Okay. As a kid, like seven. Yep. Then you went home that night and you had a dream that was similar to the day right and you met a puppy in the dream mm-hmm. and now is it possible you're like didn't we meet a puppy that day yeah now it is if it's something if it's something that's so not similar right similar so similar and so not fantastic right it's, i think it's easy to get mixed up sure i also think sometimes you look at pictures of something that happened a long time ago that you can't actually remember and you just make up in your head the fact that you do yeah. remember it and it's not true yeah you fill in you fill in the context yeah yeah so i think there's a lot of that going on in my brain okay um you're a creative guy a lot of history a lot of thoughts floating around in there from just fictitious comedy shows right you know if i was on jeopardy last week for the billion dollar prize we would have lost it it would they would have said final jeopardy yep was SARS blanket real or did that come from South Park? And I would have said betting a billion on real. Yes. <laughs> and Brad would have went, ah! no. <laughs> our lives are going to change. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're calling your boss to quit as yes. they're asking. The oh, question. I've already quit. I'm like, there's no way the check is going to mix up real life now and remember, South Park. If they ask you if something is real or South Park, it's always South Park. Yes. <laughs> but Stefan Zane, thank you for telling me. That I have some kind of frightening brain disease uh, for remembering this. At least one frightening brain disease. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Next email. Okay. Subject line. Had to stop listening and write in. Oh, some urgency on this one. Chuck, those dismissive cretins you podcast with (gasps) haven't a clue. Wow. About what? I have been showering with the lights off for many, many years. Oh, come on. And now can't even understand how people do otherwise. 
I find it very relaxing. Also, it transforms the experience from a chore to almost an indulgence. I don't wear headphones, but I do have a Bluetooth speaker I keep in the bathroom. And yes, have listened to this pod while showering. Oh, you make sure you, you soap up good. While I have you, why do you end the pod with deuces? Oh, boy. All right. Best, Daniel. Well, you answer the deuce. Daniel, here's the thing. I don't have a great reason other than inertia. Uh, I think at the at the outset of the podcast, I was still saying deuces when I like left a room uh, or left a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I say deuces kangarooses because I think it's dumb and cute. Yeah. But at the time, I, I just said deuces as a signal that we were done because, you know, we didn't have a great I th- closing line. If you want my honest opinion, I have an opinion, but this might be another situation where I made this up. In All my right. Head. I, okay. Did our friend Kenny get killed in it? Because if so, that was probably South Park. Here's here's what happened in my head. Yep. <clears throat> Me and you said somewhere to each other in private, yep. we should have a final line of the podcast. Right. Then we recorded the podcast. This is like early, like maybe episode one or two or whatever. Right. And I was, and they were like, all right, well, uh, all right, I think that's it. And I was like, I think that's it. And I kind of like looked at you and like right. nodded or like shrugged, like, what yep. should we say? And you went, deuces. And I think that's what happened. That and might that's be. How it got. That might be. It's a good sign. You know why it's a good sign yeah. off line? Because it's specific. Yep. And it just means see you later. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it signals the end of the podcast. Right. I think we got a good podcast going. And that's one of the uh, the cornerstones. Uh, in terms of showering with the lights off, this is something we brought up last week. Daniel, I'm so glad that you're in the club, uh, the dark shower club or the uh. shadow shower club. Uh. Yep, that's right. And uh, yeah, you know what I've been thinking, though? How about this? I come to you. And okay. give, give me the, the give me the God's honest truth. All right, give me give me the straight poop from the bull. Absolutely, is that what it's called. Nope. You do this, and you do a horn on one hand, and you do the poop. Yeah, on the I, other. I know the ASL for for bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I think All so. Right, well, give me. You the know, sh- you know, that's what I've been told. No, I, I I haven't verified that with anyone who actually knows ASL. All right, give me the straight horse shit. You yep. ready? I come to you. Okay. Chuck to Brad. Yes, I got it. I know who we are. Brad. Yes, Chuck. And pretend last week didn't happen. Okay. Brad. Yes. I shower in the dark. What okay. do you think? Is that weird? Yeah, it's weird. Okay, okay. Okay. Stop there. All right. Your buddy, Jenny Courier, yep. comes to you and she says, Yeah, when I take a when I take a bath, I turn out the lights and I light some candles. Is that weird or is it normal? Normal. What's the difference? It's a bath. What's the difference? It's luxuriant. Oh, so is a shower. It's the same. It's the same. A shower the is shower functional. Is, the shower is more luxuriant. Do you want to hear why? Yes, I'd love to hear your reason why standing up <laughs> is more luxuriant than laying down. Would you rather stand in a shower, a hot shower, yep. for 20 minutes, okay. or lay in a bath for 20 minutes? By the end, you are... A prune. Cold. Right. But... More luxury. I, I use my painted toenails, <laughs> and I reach hold up... Hold on, hold on. You, you peel up your cucumber sunglasses. <laughs> yes. Sunglasses. <laughs> First of all, Iron, I set I set my 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 steamy romance novel to the side. A chocolate covered strawberry stem is across the room. A towel use, wrapped around your head. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, green green silly putty on your face. No, it's not silly putty. What is <laughs> it's it? It's like a mask. <laughs> yeah, it's a, like it's a skin like, mask. Yeah, like a like a face yeah, scrub face thing. And uh, and I I reach my toe up and I turn that hot water on for a uh, you know. A, a solid 30 seconds, put some, get some hot water in there. I hate it. I and then hate turn it off with my toe and then continue to relax. The task of keeping a hot bath hot is is one of the great pains of my life. Do you ever hate that? You ever try no, that? No, I haven't taken a bath in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the last time you took a bath. 
I honestly couldn't tell you. I think that me, because what I do, like I said, I put the phone flashlight on. Yep. I aim it against the, the wall. So there's barely any light. It's right. a tiny bit. I think the phone flashlight and the the dark shower is the equivalent of the 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 dusky bathroom. The candle. The candle in the bathroom. And for the bath. First of all, you took a bath. I did. In at least in, when we were in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you dropped your phone <laughs> I was in the bath. I was trying to take a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> for people who don't get it, I had a two-inch <laughs> Dick Tracy like little figure <laughs> that I took so everywhere. <laughs> I took pictures of it. Like I, I would put it on Brad's phone. Yep. And I put I, I put my dick on Brad's phone. I put it next to some suntan lotion. I'd say about to go tanning. About to put suntan lotion on my dick. Yeah. And I tried to take a picture of my dick in the bath and I dropped my phone <laughs> yeah. into the bath and ruined my phone. We had to go get rice. It was yeah, a big thing. Yeah, we did the rice thing. It worked a little. Um, yeah, so I did take a... Sh- I mean, my parents' house up the street where mm-hmm. I work uh, one day a week and where I... From I've, the bathtub, yes, of from course. The ba- <laughs> <laughs> I have a little... I have a tray that sits yep. across. I made it, though. Yes, so <laughs> with, it's with some floss. pretty unstable. Yeah, I had gone through three laptops. Um they, uh, you know, and I've lived there during the house fire transitions and stuff. Um, they have a bath, a big bath, like a right. two-person bathtub. Right. So, you know, I go in there and I kick my feet. And uh, so anyway. That's, um, a, that's a lot of like volume yes. to keep at the right temperature. Exactly. Maybe you need a smaller tub. I, You know what I think I need? A shower. All right. And so I think that my 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 dark shower is the equivalent of a dusky bathroom. Look, I mean, you can you can shower with whatever ambient light you want. Thank you. Like if you want a strobe light, yes, go ahead. No, that's too it's, much. It's your shower. Mm-hmm. Um, just I'm not going to be on board. All right. Yeah, you know. You if, know what? Will you try one? You're, I, you, Will you, you try a dark shower? Sure. Uh. You, you shower in the dark. You never know who's going to sneak in there and dump some Worcestershire sauce on you. You yeah, get army hammered. <laughs> he does um all right well by the way i will say that's not the only message i got that where people like i always shower in the dark are these kids kidding me the kids they called you kids ray and i ray and i are children (laughs) yeah next email uh dear chuck and brad just finished listening to episode number 507 the trial of ray harrington in which ray was put on the stand to defend himself against my previous indictment of his comedic ineptitude when stacked up against the stylings of mr roar this is the guy. I'm just going to say his fucking name, Grant David. Wow. This is the guy that wrote in and said that Brad Man, so was... so nice they named him twice. He was funnier than Ray. Brad should have been on Conan. And he basically discarded me like a worthless used piece of meat. Like Army Hammer will yes. <laughs> one day do. Uh, Grant David goes on to say, and dot, dot, dot. Holy shit, man. I felt so bad listening to that episode. I didn't mean to hurt the guy's feelings. Brad is most certainly hilarious, but the whole idea of my initial email was to give you guys a jumping off point while simultaneously antagonizing Ray enough to get him on the show. Love it when Ray is on. Yes. How is it that Chuck, of all people, understood the subtlety in the tone of that email better than Ray? It's quite perplexing because I kept saying, I think this guy wrote it tongue in cheek as kind of a joke. Yeah. And Ray's like, I don't think so. Anyway, great episode this week. I'm off to shower in the dark. Thank you, Grant David. Oh, Grant, you had me and then you lost me. Can I say this, though? I, this guy, is he's hes talking about you and Ray as yeah. the race of comedy, and he just throws me these fucking knives in the ribs. Ready for this? How is it that Chuck of all people understood the subtlety? <laughs> yes. That's another dig at that's, me. That, that's a great dig. It's uh, a I, nice, I, subtle dig. Are me and Grant David going to have a fist fight in uh, Brad's driveway? We'll see. I think he's from Canada, so it's not unlikely. A, not a ton of room out there. You'll have to wait until my landlord's not here. Now, if you remember, there were really only two emails that criticized Ray. Right. 
That was one of them from Grant. Right. There was one more from a guy named Terrence. Yep. And uh, he actually listened and wrote back too. Oh, okay. In this, to this episode. Uh, he wrote back. Showering with as many lights as possible. As you said. Even before you got to the discussion, my opinion on Ray reversed. Well met. Great episode. Ray, I take it all back. Oh, good. Lots of giggles in this one. Massive gigs. Yes. I added the massive gigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a fun episode. A lot of engagement. People really liked it, I think. The the, the showering in the dark and the, Ray, the trial of Ray. It was fun. What do you think a fan of Ray is called? Like a like a, a Raytheon or a Ray-Ban? Or? A Ray-Ban is pretty good. Yeah. That's kind of weird, though. It's very weird. Because <laughs> Ban doesn't mean anything no, like No, no, no. Close, though. Uh, Ray. What are the words that have Ray in it? Ray of Sunshine. Ray... I don't know. Yeah, we'll think See, we're, about we're, it. We'll we're, think about we're dealing it. with this because of Ray's podcasting. He wants to come up with a good podcast name. Yeah, he might he might already have you know like a name for his his fan club, his yeah. inner circle fan club. Yeah, so. he probably does. Yeah, like Chubby's. Yeah. His, his Chubby. Equivalent. Yeah, it's, I mean it's not as good as Chubby's. No, but. nothing will be. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. So thank you everybody for writing in. If you ever want to write in, write Chuck and Brad at gmail or go to Chuck and Brad Podcast and find the email link. Um, you know the contact link, whatever the hell it is. Um, we love reading the emails. We love responding to them and, and we look forward to them every day. Every time I get a notification uh, from the Chuck and Brad email, I am psyched already. So we got a couple of fun things this week. Um, I got a weird thing where I got a, a negative story and a positive story. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've been watching a lot of Kirby enthusiasm recently, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, and if you haven't watched it, if you're a Shuby who doesn't like Curb, you've got to watch it. It's so great. Larry David, creator of Seinfeld, has a show on HBO. Um, it's basically about him and a fictionalized version of his life in L.A. as a famous writer. And uh, all he does is get into fights with people and criticize uh, very small social problems. He gets into huge fights. Everyone's always telling him to go fuck himself. He's always apologizing. He's always in trouble. Um. And he has all these little social rules that he tries to put upon people and they hate it. Right. And it feels very similar to my life. It feels very uh, true to me where I'm always trying to do the right thing. Maybe going a little bit over the line, kind of like, you know, and then people really not liking it. Can I just say one of my one of my favorite uh, curb situations from our shared lives? Yes. uh, Mutual former friend of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, We were at at an ice cream store down the street oh. they have two windows serving people and there are three people in each line and uh our our, our chubby pal was kind of standing in the middle of both lines yeah, he was riding the line he, he was uh he was playing both lines <laughs> and we called him out like, like in front of everybody in front of everyone from like you can't, hey this guy's playing both lines he <laughs> can't play guy, both lines hey, this guy's Let's playing both lines and, so, and then he like <laughs> sheepishly moves over to one line. And it's weird because it's like, well, he was he was the seventh person there. He should be the seventh person served. Oh. But at the same time, there are two lines. Like it's oh, it's I've, not it's not one line and then they're calling people right. up. It's make a choice. I have a I have a million stories like that. And of yeah. course there's the staples incident with that kid yep. who they told me the store was gonna close at six. I went at five. He's mad at me for trying to bust in on Christmas Eve. Right. But he's ruining one of my presents because they lied to me. Yep. He tells him I I spit on him, I didn't spit on him. A lot of stories in my in my past. All the petty print shop episodes. Yep. You know, we have a bunch of those. I don't, I don't, you know, we haven't done those in a long time. Yeah, you haven't sold anything on eBay and gotten in a fight in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. If, if people don't know, uh, we used to do a segment called Chuck's Petty Printouts, and uh, it would basically be when I would get into a fight with someone online about something I sold or something that they sold me. And or have this... I think once, like an IMDb comment. 
Yeah, maybe. At least once. Yeah, we had and we had some funny uh fights, but uh anyway, I feel like I'm always doing this where like there'll be a small issue and I'm in the right, but a lot of times it boils down to someone's in the right and the other person's argument is you shouldn't take this so seriously. Right. So I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> so here here is my situation this week. Second week of February is always kind of hairy for me because my girlfriend Gina, her birthday is on February 12th. Lincoln's birthday. And um, it coincides with Lincoln's birthday. And I like to have that time to myself. I understand. Yeah, no, no, of no. Course. <laughs> it coincides with Valentine's Day on the 14th. Right. So it's that situation of like, you don't want to, you know, jip your... Oh, we can't say jip. No, you can't. Oh, God. The I'm gypsies, canceling you. The gypsies are going to write in. No, the Romani. What is Come that? Come on. You can't the, say gypsy You either? can't say gypsy. They're not... They're, they're a, a tribe. Can I tell you something about about this word yeah do it i didn't even know it was a race or a tribe or a creed i always thought that was like a profession right it'd be like if you told me that a magician now is a is not just a profession it's it's like a creed of people okay if i was like oh they really magicked that one up and you were like oh that's racist yeah that's what it feels like all right how about you growing up you know about the ariana so i remember one episode of underdog or was that real life Yes, huh. um, I bet no, it was real life. I, uh, it, you know, it, it took me a, a long time, and it was uh, to 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 learn about this stuff. And it's just a lot of reading. That's oh, all. Geez, I got to learn about the. Wait, what about uh, what's that band? Come on, you know the band I'm talking about. Is it Gogol Bordello? Yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Are they offensive? I uh, they I, use the word gypsy they, in their I'm description. Sh- I'm sure they title. do. They're gypsy punk rockers. Yeah. Are they? But what if they are of that ilk? Yeah. Is that okay then? Probably. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, didn't mean to offend the gypsies out there. Or I didn't mean to... Romani? The the Romani. Romani? It's R-O-M-A-N-Y. I didn't mean to offend anybody. Right. That's a first. Boom. Anyway, I didn't want to Jew my girlfriend out of her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do that, right? The joke math (laughs) The comedy math demanded that I say that. Yes. Anyway, my girlfriend's birthday is two days before Valentine's Day. Right. And I never want to make it so that I either diminish her birthday or Valentine's Day just because they come close together. Right. I want to give her as good of a birthday as if it was on July 1st, five months later. Right. Ish. Um, so I was like, oh, what should we do this year? And also the COVID has been tough. Seems like her fake birthday is stealing my real birthday's thunder, <laughs> but whatever. See, so it's tough. The COVID thing yes. is, uh, is tough. And also, you know, I'm not going to say that it's exactly right after Christmas, but it is tough to really give do a great Christmas and five weeks later, birthday and Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know? Um, excuse me. So, I was like, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day this year, your birthday? We try to make it a multi-day thing. That's what we've done in the past couple of years. Last year, we went to Newport, Rhode Island, and stayed in uh, Gurney's, which is on like an island. It's It's weird. Have you right. gone there? No, I have not. Yeah, so it's it's cool. But uh, we went to a couple places. And what we ended up doing was we stayed away from home. You know, we stayed at a hotel last year. Uh, we made reservations on... I think we made... You, we usually do it on the 13th and 14th because it's like two days we're still celebrating, even though it's not exactly on the 12th. Right. And then we just do stuff all day. And we kind of have two full days to ourselves. We try new restaurants. We try new places. We go exploring. We stay away. You know, we stay away from yeah. our house. We kind of have, you know, hotel room and maybe we watch a movie, whatever it is. Have some time alone for like two days. Block me on social media. She's like, she's like, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, 
So this year she's like, let's go to New Hampshire or something. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Whatever you want. And she says, I want to go to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Um, and I want to stay in a hotel. And I, you know, Friday was, uh, Friday was the 12th and she had work that day. And she's like, I want to go up in the morning on the 13th, you know, hang out all day, have nice dinner reservations that night, stay in a hotel that night, hang out all day the next day and have nice reservations the next day, which is the 14th on Sunday. And we'll come home that night. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And, uh, you know, her work is slow at this time of year. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be hard to get gifts. I'm like, listen, part of this for your birthday, part of this for Valentine's Day. How about I just pay for the whole weekend right. as like presents for both? And she's like, are you sure? Because it's, you know, can add up. And I'm like, no, that's fine. I, I think that'd be a great present. And then she called the hotel back and she's like, yes, the ultra deluxe suite. Mm-hmm. I know I I know. I said I wanted the room with a cot. <laughs> the piss cot. Yes. <laughs> I'll have the room. I'll have the piss cot room. I brought my own piss cot. Um, I brought my own piss. <laughs> well, you, you, can just, well, you, you can guys just give me a cot. cot. <laughs> piss cot is funny. Um, so, I'm getting ready for a birthday, and it's weird because and you, tell me if you ever felt anything like this. You ever you're like, all right, I'm getting someone a good present in some way, whether I'm paying for something or I'm doing something nice for them, but I also want a tangible gift. You ever have that situation come up? No, because I just rely on tangible gifts. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't have a tangible gift. So I try to think. And as history has shown, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to pump up my own volume. <laughs> as history has shown, our friend Cartman is always getting <laughs> Cartman, our 37th president. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I love that I get <laughs> cartoons mixed up with history. Um no, you know, I think I give really good gifts, really thoughtful gifts. Yeah. You know, it's been kind of well documented. Um, and what I, a lot of times what I do when I want to boil it down and really try to think outside the box is I say, write down mundane things that this person likes, which is a cool way to do it. Yeah. It's stuff that you would never think of. You'd think like, oh, like, well, does she, you know, does she like this band? Maybe I'll get a ticket, but like a concert ticket. But maybe you can be like, like I thought Gina likes macaroni and cheese. Of course. So I was like, oh, you know. We've gone to all these farmer markets and things, and I've seen this artisan local uh, powdered cheddar cheese from Ocean State Pepper Company. I'm like, maybe I'll get her that, and I'll get her some fresh pasta from Prica Farina, a new pasta place near our house, and that'll be uh, part of her birthday present. Right. She likes macaroni and cheese. I'll get her this really uh, high-quality version of it. Perfect. All right? And I was trying to think like that. So I'm not going to say the name of the business because of where this story goes. But I recently wrote an article that included a, a sec- segment about this bakery that I love. Right. Right. And I was like, she loves the pizza there so much. For, and this has been part of our relationship since, you know, we started dating. We started we started dating in like 2013. Yep. And so this, this bakery has been around for a long time. She used to work there too before that. And she, we always go in and she says can I have a piece of bakery pizza? And for people who aren't local to Rhode Island, there's a thing called pizza strips or bakery pizza, which is like dough and like mostly sauce and then maybe a tiny bit of cheese and it's served cold. And that's like a version of pizza. It's called, you know, pizza strips is what it's technically called, but we call it bakery pizza a lot of times too. She'll say, excuse me, I'll have a piece of bakery pizza. So whenever we go to this bakery to get bakery pizza, we both we both prefer the very saucy pizzas. You guys are both insane. So we say to the person behind the counter, 
can we have a piece of bakery pizza and can you can you give us the sauciest piece you have right and on top of that they also serve it as like a party cut pizza that you would bring to a party and serve uh, at room temperature. And I'm, I'm like, after eight years, I'm like, you know what? We always say that. We've never just asked them to make us a pizza that has extra sauce on it. That's true. Even though we've gotten a million party pizzas from them or whatever, you order them like a day ahead of time, whatever. Right. So I'm like, that's going to be part of my gift too. So I go into, I, I go to Gina on Tuesday and don't forget, her birthday is Friday. Right. And we're leaving for the weekend on Saturday morning. And on Friday, I'm like, I say to her on Tuesday, I say, so what's your plan Friday night, your actual birthday? What, what do you, you want to do? Right. Before we leave for the weekend. And she says, I don't have any plans. I don't know what to do. I feel guilty asking people to get together because of COVID. So it's like, do I want to have a small gathering and leave people out? I feel really awkward about it. I don't know what to do. Right. I said, okay. So in my head, I'm like, okay, she doesn't have any plans on Friday. So I'm like, I'll get her, I'll go there, I'll say, I want a bakery pizza, double sauce, drippiest sauce you could drip. Ugh. And we're going to have that for dinner, and I'm gonna, she's going to get out of work, I'm going to surprise her with this amazing bakery pizza that has double sauce on it. Right. I'm going to be uh, Prince Charming, Heartthrob, Brad Pitt, uh, Javier Bardem. Nope. Is he one? Uh, I don't think People so. People like him. Yeah, people like him. I don't know there that I'd consider go. him a heartthrob. Uh, yeah, he's a handsome guy, but... <laughs> so anyway... I go to... Were you, were you thinking of Antonio Banderas? Maybe. Yeah. I, next day, Wednesday, two days before the night, I go to Vienna Bakery. I say, hey, nope. did you guys read the... You, you, oops. You, yeah. That's all right. I don't care. Okay. I'll, this, is the, this is the true story. All right. I go there and I go... I already said I wrote an article about him, so I say, listen, can you guys make me a pizza with extra sauce? And they're like, yeah, of course. I'm like, can you make it like double sauce? Like my girlfriend loves it so saucy. Uh, and also, like, I just wrote an article, including you guys, and she took pictures. So we really, this place is like special to us. And then she's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see the article. I'm like, all right, well, regardless, I'm like, you can do that double sauce. She's like, absolutely no problem. Just call one day before you want the pizza. Good. So I'm like, perfect. Perfect Wednesday night. Okay. Now, for, don't forget, I've been watching Kirby Enthusiasm a lot. Yep. So I'm keeping that in mind. Um, so... I go that night. I talked to Gina. We're going to sleep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. And she's like, yeah, by the way, my sister asked me to go to dinner on Friday night. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, you know, you told me yesterday that uh, you didn't have any plans on Friday. She's like, yeah, she called me today and she asked me if I would go to dinner Friday night. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I kind of had a plan. I didn't want to give it away. I'm like, I kind of had a little surprise about food Friday. And Gina's like, well, I don't know. She's like, call my sister, Ava. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I start texting Ava and I'm like, how am I going to massage this? Uh, I, I like Ava a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she has a tendency to be a bit of a, uh, what are we going to, you know, uh, a wild snapper, let's say. And uh, so I say, uh, I'm just confused, but okay. But I know, I'm like, I'm like, I know that if I try to supersede her plans, this could turn into a fight really quick. Right. Right. And I, so I say like, you know, I don't remember what I said, but I said something like, I'm like, Hey Ava, uh, listen, I asked Gina yesterday if she had any plans Friday. She said no. So I came up with this plan to get her this extra saucy pizza from Vanna Bakery. She's always loved the sauce. I, I explained the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, and now she's telling me she has plans with you. So I don't know what to do. And he was like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah, like, I'm not sure what to do now. And he was like, it sounds like you want me to cancel my plans with Gina. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, is there a way where maybe we could do like, she's going to get out at like four, four thirty? Could I give her the pizza then surprise her then? Then when you're around later, we go out somewhere that maybe has appetizers and dessert and maybe drinks or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. As opposed to the plan, which was to go to Chomp, which right. is a great burger place around Providence and Warren. They have two locations in Rhode Island. And uh, Ava's like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. She says it's fine. And we pick a place, uh, which I'm not going to name. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do that. So next day, Thursday. Yep. Um, says They said, call one day ahead. I call ahead. I'm like, hey, this is Chuck. I talked to someone yesterday. I called the bakery. I'm like, hey, can you, uh, you know, can you make uh, this double sauce pizza? I went in. They told me to call the day before. I'm like, I wrote an article. Did you guys see it? And she's like, no. And I'm like, God damn it. And she's yep. like, I'm like, all right, well, can you make it super saucy? She's like, yeah, there's no problem. Double sauce. I'm like, yeah, double sauce, extra saucy. Just can you write? I'm like, as saucy as you can make it. And she goes, okay. I go, can you write as saucy as you can make it on the slip? And she's like, sure. She And she's like, whatever. She's scribbling. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you tomorrow. And in my head, I'm I'm feeling a little bit sheepish about my presence for Gina. Right. Because even though I'm getting her this weekend. It's not necessarily tangible. It's not a tangible gift. I'm right. giving her the artisan cheddar packet. Right. The Prica Farina pasta and a double sauce pizza from right. the bakery. Um, and also the bakery is selling, uh, the, Gina loves the sugar cookies there. Yeah. And they're selling cookie kits where they give you the frosting, they give you all the nice. different types of sprinkles and you do it yourself. Good. So I'm getting two of those as well. Um, so I'm like, okay, next day, Friday, Gina's birthday. And also, you know, I had gotten her like a nice card from a local artist that was kind of, uh, tied to the area. It was actually a painting of Bristol or something. So Bristol, Rhode Island. So I go into the ba- the bakery. Right. And I go, Hey, can I have uh, my pizza? And the guy's like, he's like, yep. He's like, what's your name? He gives me the cookies. I'm like, great. He gives me the pizza. I'm like, great. And he's taking my money. And I'm sitting at the counter. There's a couple other people in the bakery. Yep. And I open it up and I look at it and I'm like, oh, I'm like, it looks, it doesn't look crazy saucy. I yeah. expect it to be a little bit crazier. Yeah. Whatever. And I kind of close it. It's like, all right, thanks. Have a nice day. Walk out to the car. Yep. Open it up fully and really yep. get a good look at this thing. Yeah. Looks like a regular pizza. Mm. No extra sauce. Oh, that's not good. And I'm like, it's Gina's birthday. What do I do? I'm going back in. Okay. Close the box. Back in the store. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, are you sure this is mine? Because it seems like it doesn't have that much extra sauce. They're like, no, it's definitely yours. It says double sauce on the ticket. It had your name, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I'm like, really? Because look at it. It doesn't have that much extra sauce. And they're like, no, it looks like it has extra sauce. And I'm like, and I'm trying to keep in mind, like with Ava, I was trying to make sure there's no fight. Like the Larry David thing, the Kirby enthusiasm thing, trying to keep it go. Can I see another regular pizza side by side with this one? Now, what do you say about that? I I mean, that's a great way (laughs) of uh, assessing the veracity of their claims. So he brings it out. Oh, boy. Opens it up Uh side by side. Yep. I got to be honest. Yep. I look at the other pizza. Yeah. Other pizza looks saucier. Wow. Okay. Okay. Not even the same amount. Well, here's the thing. In my head, I'm like, but it's very possible that somehow I'm wrong. Yeah. And we're going to bite into this pizza and be like, oh, this is covered in sauce. Right, right. Because you're still looking at a large sheet of pizza. Yeah. And assessing the sauce from the top without breaking the pizza. Yeah, it's hard to tell. So I'm like, oh, that one looks saucier. He goes, yeah, it does. You want this one? And I'm like, I don't want that one because I don't know if this one does magically have the sauce that I can't see in it. Right. So I'm like, damn, I go back out to the car. Like, what should I, like, I come back into the pizza place yeah. again. I go back into yeah. the bakery. 
I'm like, is there anything you guys can do? Can you call anybody? Or is there more sauce? Yeah, in could the you back could room? you just add sauce? Yeah. Can you just give me sauce and maybe I can add it? They're like, no. The baker already went home. I go, the baker already went home. Fine, fine. There's no more sauce in the back. They're like, no. I'm like, wow. is there anyone you can talk to to just make sure? They're like, no. And I was not psyched. No. And I was like, did you see the article I wrote about you guys? They're like, no. And I was like, fuck. Go back in the car. I'm all pissed about the pizza. Um, and Gina's, at this point, Gina's home. Yeah. Uh, I know she's home from work. I drive home. I came in to surprise her with the pizza. Right. Uh, I walk in. She sees the pizza and I'm like, and she sees me holding a pizza and she's yeah. on the phone, which yeah. is annoying because it's kind of ruining the surprise because she right. sees it. She gets off the phone. I go, so here's my plan. And I explained the plan. Yep. I'm all bummed out because I already felt sheepish about my presence. Yep. Now the pizza doesn't have the extra sauce. Right. I open it up. I go, it doesn't look like it has extra sauce on it. Jordan looks at it. I'm taking pictures of it from every angle. You showed me some of the pictures. And I was like, this is not extra sauce. This can't be. And Gina's like, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, oh, that's the that's what you want to hear when you get someone to press. Yeah. You think oh, it's going to blow fine. their mind. Yeah. I will say the middle, the very middle, yep. maybe a little extra sauce. Okay, but not as this, saucy as they could have made it. This pizza had 110% of the normal amount of sauce. Okay, not 200%, which is what no. was originally promised. Promised, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm bummed about the sauce. And I'm pretty, I'm honestly annoyed. I'm bummed and annoyed. Yeah. I feel like I'm failing as a man, failing as a boyfriend. Of course. Not providing her with a great birthday present. Right. The weekend's going to be great. Yeah. But I feel like I'm not getting her a tangible gift. So I'm all pissed. She eats some pizza. I eat some pizza. Um, we made we made reservations at the restaurant we we're going to eat at that night. We go there to meet up with Gina's sister Ava. Um, and her her friend Amanda called last minute as well, and we were like, "All right, Amanda can come." And so we go go to the restaurant. It's taking like twenty minutes extra. We're just standing in the front, and I'm I'm getting so annoyed because I'm having such an annoying day. Yeah, with the sauce fight. And everything that happened, Ava kind of being like a little bit, you know, on the phone the day before about switching the plans. We go to sit down. I'm like, yeah, I'm really disappointed in the pizza I got because, uh, you know, it didn't have the extra sauce that I was promised. And Ava goes, oh, yeah. Chuck was trying to get me to cancel my plans with you just because he wanted to get you a pizza. Wow. And I'm like this. I was I was ready to eat her arm and her leg like I'm Army Hammer. I was so mad. And so I was like, <clears throat> I was so annoyed after all the different things that happened. Yeah. I just got completely quiet. Yep. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. You ever throw a silent tantrum? Yes. Oh, it's my, my second favorite type of tantrum to throw. I'm the king of the silent Behind tantrum. loud tantrums. I'm the king of the... I invented the silent tantrum. You want to know why the silent tantrum is the best way to throw a tantrum? Because everyone there feels it. Yep. They know you're pissed. Yep. We're me and Brad. We're big babies. We're upset oh, about yeah. something. Oh yeah. <laughs> Our so, dirty so, diapers. Something related to pizza. <laughs> Our dirty diapers are giving us a rash. Yep. We're throwing a tantrum. However, if anyone there tries to tell anyone else that we threw a tantrum, they can't fucking do it. They'll be yep. like, "Yeah, yeah." Chuck was being a real dick. They're like, "Why? What happened?" He's like, "Oh, he's just quiet." Yep. And it's like, well, doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. I don't sound like I'm throwing a tantrum, but yep. oh boy, I was throwing a tantrum. And I felt, I was like, ugh. I felt like I shouldn't. Our buddy Amanda, who is Gina's friend, she's actually, she's on ABC6, ABC6, the local news channel, yeah. Amanda Pitts. And last time we went out to dinner with her, I threw a really big silent tantrum. Wow. I was in a huge fight because 
we went with Gina's friend Marissa and she was friends with the waiter. That's when the guy like didn't bring me my, my entree for like 20 minutes until after everyone was done. Yeah. And he brought me my entree. And I was like, hey, this entree is like 20 minutes late. Everyone else is done. He was like, ah, I came out of a different kitchen. And he just walked away and didn't say sorry. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? No, I didn't know anything about oh this. Oh, my God. And I was so pissed off. Yep. Literally everyone. It was like six of us. I didn't get my entree. Everyone else is fucking eating their food. They're done with it. The waiter, the waiter comes out. He doesn't give a fuck. And I'm like, fuck this fucking guy. And he came back and I'm like, you know, I'm surprised you didn't apologize for the food. And Marissa, Gina's friend was like, yep. was like, Chuck, shut up. And she was like yelling at me in front of him. And yep. I, I, like, she was acting like I was acting crazy. Right. So I threw a silent tantrum. Then it was the, you would have thought it was a silent film. If you only had a camera on me the whole night. Yeah. Um, I even, uh, I even held up, you know, <laughs> little placards, <laughs> little placards of what I was thinking. Yeah. So the audience could understand I was playing a piano. What were we going to say? I was going to say like, I, you know, I, I think that you are, you are ripe to not leave a tip in that situation Ooh. and and to write zero and then say your tip is in another kitchen. <laughs> your tip is in a different wallet. Yeah. I left your tip in a yeah. different wallet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but see, like you're a Karen now. Yeah. Are you a Karen? Am I a Karen? What's, what's a Karen? What's, I, the, what's I, a male I, Karen? I, I, I don't know. But is it a Brad? It, yes, Tell me is. the truth. <laughs> no, Brad is a, is a, is a stepdad, a step Brad. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it, it's, it's tough because a, a Karen complains about things that are out of the cashier's control. I think, I think you're, you're right in a perfect world, right? but that's not how the world sees it. I no, think, I, I think now anytime, if, anytime anybody complains about anything warranted or not, right, they're a labeled a carrot. Yeah. This yeah. guy didn't give a fuck. And here's what pissed me off. I didn't really want to go to this restaurant to eat in the first place. Yeah. And I got a pizza that probably cost $26 for like a personal pizza that I didn't really want. Right. It was already overpriced. Yeah. Then he brought it after everyone was done and then he didn't apologize. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I threw such a silent tantrum. Anyway, yeah. So I'm out to eat with Amanda again. I don't want to be a too silent tantrum, right? Guy. Right, because you don't want to get that <laughs> reputation. So I'm like, I'm gonna buck up. I'm gonna be a better person than Ava was criticizing me like that and saying I was trying to ruin her dinner or whatever the fuck she said. Um, I was so mad though. She was demeaning the pizza. Yep. After the people at the bakery also demeaning the pizza. I'm gonna. I'm never gonna get a gift for anyone again. So anyway, I was so mad, but I got over it. Then Ava and Amanda are like, oh, what appetizers should we get here? And it's like a, one of my new favorite places. I told them two right. appetizers. They both ignored me completely and got different ones. Very frustrating. But I kept a smile on Gina's birthday, yep. make her happy, whatever. So <clears throat> ate the food there. Delicious. Everything was good. Here's this. My yep. entree was incredibly spicy. Okay. Way spicier than I would have expected. Right. And there's only been one other thing in my whole life that I ate that was that spicy that I still liked. Oh, okay. That was going to say, because you ate those wings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was actually, remember there was a place in Providence and it had like a really weird, straightforward name, like Korean barbecue or Korean something. We went there together with Lou, I think. Yes. Um, it was just called like teriyaki Korean or yeah, Korean like teriyaki. teriyaki Korean house or something. Like, no like, house, no house. In, in my it was mind, two words. It, it would have been like teriyaki Korean, something like Me that. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And there they had this uh, spicy uh, fried rice or something. Right. And I loved it, but it was it was like when I would eat it, my tears would come out of my eyes. Yes. Anyway, this was like as spicy that. as that. I remember that. That was funny. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Lou and I got bibimbap. Yeah, there you Good go. Good stuff. Bibimbap. Yep. Um, so I'm eating my meal and I'm like, oh, this is fucking spicy. I'm eating it, eating it. Oh my God. And I'm like, this is spicy, but it's so good. It's tasty. And I'm like, oh. And like, it's one of those things where like I put it in my mouth and I taste it and chew it and I have to like shake my head like a dog, like a dog yeah. that's eating like a, you know, sniffing a bee and he's getting stung. 
and I'm drinking water, drinking water, and I'm, and I'm trying to eat it. Whatever. Fine. We hang out. I'm all spiced up. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you know, like a cartoon in one of those commercials where I'm throwing milk on my head. And, yep. Uh, you know, there's like a temperature going up my eye. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> you dunk your head in a trough because it's all that's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you go back home, whatever. Um, you know, I, I pack for my trip that night. I get ready to go. Everything's fine. Uh, Ava comes over for a little bit. I don't let her know about how frustrated I am with it. She said a thing about my pizza thing. Um, and in reality, I love it, but it's just, uh, I was on top of everything else. I was so annoyed. Yeah, about you this. messaged me and Ray and you said, I'm having a pretty curb your enthusiasm couple of days. Yes, I was. Um, so next morning, woke up to leave at like 930 in the morning. Yep. I, it felt like inside my body, I was having like an allergic reaction to spice to spice. I felt so sick. And I've from spice solely. Yeah. And I, I this is not I'm not blaming the restaurant. I didn't name the restaurant. I'm not blaming them. This is just a dish that was a million times spicier than I expected. Right. And I ate it a ton of it anyway. And I went in the bathroom and I'm like, like it's like that thing where it's like the diarrhea was like like pushing me up in the air like a rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I was so cramped and I was like I pro- that was probably the closest I ever came to throwing up without throwing up. Wow. I was like, I know I'm going to throw up. I feel so terrible. And I was freaking out. I'm like, how am I going to do oh, this? Oh, yeah. You hate throwing up. I hate throwing up. Yeah. The blood vessels in my brain break. Yep. I start remembering cartoons as <laughs> yes, history. Yes. And so I'm just like flipping out. And my whole body is like filled with spice. I can't even explain it. It <laughs> felt like my, it seriously felt like my stomach was pulsating with like, pain and fire right like it felt like the spice girl spice world movie was uh-huh. a documentary about my insides oh it's a good movie it felt like a lot the, of fun the devil like shot a fiery load into my internal organs okay, well, that's, <laughs> and the fiery load go was, back to the spice was world driving movie. one of those you remember see one of those cars that a monster drives yes with a big stick shift and yes, the top is open yep and it felt like that car was dripping gasoline and it was oh, just no. the load was just driving all over oh, my small intestines. That's a lot of spice. What's up with that car? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's, it's I don't, like, I don't a know. A rat drives it sometimes? Yeah, I don't know. What is that? I have no idea. Right in. What about this rat driving this hearse? <laughs> it looks like a hearse, yeah, but, but, but a convertible top. hearse, yeah. no top. There's a big stick shift. The rat is always smiling big and he's creepy. He's got the big teeth. That's what it felt like it's in my something stomach. something from history. We're sure of that. Yes. It was just fucking crazy. And I, I honestly, it, Brad, it felt like I didn't know what to do with my life. Like, I felt like I'm like, I'm like, how do I do this? What do I do? And I'm just bouncing around. Right. And Gina, zero sympathy, of course. She's knocking yeah. on the bathroom door. She's like, oh, you eat too much spice. She thinks I'm an idiot. Um, You're like, the devil load. Yeah. <laughs> the devil jizz, gasoline, and warheads. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Was It felt like my body warheads was made... Warheads, the candy, or... The, the, the candy and the warhead. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It felt like my body was a burlap sack, uh-huh. and, and it was filled with lava. Okay. And I was just... It was crazy. It was yeah. fucking... So anyway, um, I was like, I got to buck up. I got to get through this. I got to get through this. Took a shower. I'm like... I'm trying to like breathe through the throw up, you know. You're like, oh, I'm so glad there's not there's not extra heat from the light in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right. That would really put me over the top. So we go to anyway, we drop off my dog at uh, Gina's mom's house. Yeah, she's gonna watch him watch her for the weekend. And I'm like, oh, let's, let's get on the road. Start driving, and Gina and me are you know it's kind of sour in the car because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like driving, and she's like. 
She's like, can you stop complaining? I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm there's, just there's still out steam lava. shooting yeah. out your ears. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the, the whole the whole car is like steamed up. Yep. She's trying to turn the temperature down. She has the air conditioner on. Yeah, window open at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Um, and uh, we're driving, and here's where it turns. It all turns. Okay, this is where it goes from a bad story to a good so story. That was the whole. That was the whole bad experience. Okay, it just went away. I pooped it all out. Good. Lots of crazy lava. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we're gonna drive there. So we decided, you know, Gina wanted to go to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we're in Rhode Island. We drove an hour from Rhode Island, from Warren, Rhode Island, to uh, Newton, Massachusetts. Yeah, there is one in Newton. And we went to New England Soup Factory. Delicious. One of our favorite places that we only go to, you know, once or twice a year. Um, and I was like, I can't. I'm, I'm just going to get the chicken noodle. It's going to heal mm. me. You know, yeah, that's the way to go. Just blanket. And uh, it, by the way, have you had the chicken noodle there? Yes. It was awesome. It's very good. It was delicious. Got that. They also had a chocolate chip butterscotch pudding. Wow. And, and it was like, it felt like half cookie dough, half caramel. Okay. And it was awesome. Good, was like, good. Oh. And that's something in my mind. Yes, it's it gonna, coats it's gonna your coat stomach. It. It's going to yeah. coat it like yeah. the Iron Man armor. Yes. So my stomach can live in the cave. Exactly. So... Get the pudding, coats my stomach, feel like a superhero. Driving up to New Hampshire, hour, you know, hour Firing Newton. Firing pulse thrusters out the window. <laughs> hour to Newton. Yep. Then just another hour to Portsmouth. It's like nothing. It's, right. like, it's no big deal. Get to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. You know, it's nighttime, but it looks really nice. It's not nighttime. It's like 430, I guess. Right. Looks really nice. It's a very old hotel, which is like quaint and charming. Very cool. Looks like a, it looks like a fun, uh, it's almost like the neighborhoods that would be on the edge of a city. Right. You know, so there are businesses and streets with a bunch of businesses, but also there's a lot of residential area. <clears throat> Feels like more like a town kind of with, with a busy, bu- couple of busy streets, a little bit more like that. Go upstairs, break in the hotel room, if you know what I mean. Um, like you don't have a key and so you... <laughs> credit yeah. card this is an old key ah it had the it's a skeleton key wow yeah all right yeah so we go in the hotel room people are peeping through the yeah, skeleton we're pre- keyhole we're peeping. yep we're laying down in bed um and uh you know fire free lava free good and we watched new wandavision nice. episode six good talk about that later yep very pleased yep. i'm going crazy i'm like banging on the walls and i'm screaming and screaming and the yep. hotel's like get out of here and uh you're like go wandavision yeah great time Gina's like, all right, well, our reservations are at the place, this place in Portsmouth, New Hampshire called The Wilder, which is a restaurant. I'm like, all right, cool. And she's like, let's go to this brewery first. Great. Like exactly what you would think of when you think of like a New Hampshire small town bar. Okay. Go there. You know, Gina orders a couple beers for us to try. I'm not really a big beer drinker. I, I, I sorry. Just a, I, what I think of as a New Hampshire bar, there's like just a bunch of inbred locals. They all have overalls <laughs> on. They're wearing seed hats. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was like. Hats made there of was seeds. A, there was like a moose or something on the wall. Yeah. A oh, deer. oh, no. The moose is the bartender. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, great time. Earth Eagle Brewings. It was great. And she's uh, like, all right, let's walk over. To, you know, we parked somewhere that was kind of central to the brewery and the, the restaurant. Let's walk over. And it was like 27 degrees out and blowing wind because we were on the water. Right. And it was fucking cold. Oh, yeah. Walk over to the restaurant, the Wilder. Awesome restaurant. Very, it seems very like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like hippy dippy, like Brooklyn-y kind of like, we're cool. And, uh. I don't think hippy dippy is the phrase. Yeah, I think they became, they were hippies evolved into this. Okay. Um, awesome though. 
Gina got this this duck fat popcorn that was pretty good. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest popcorn fan, but it was really good. Um, then for appetizers, we got this braised beef poutine on, tri- they would call them triple baked potatoes. They were so good. Uh, and we got the, uh, it wasn't the Brussels sprouts that day. What was it? She wanted another appetizer and we got, oh, no, it wasn't a cheese board. Ticks. I wish I could remember. I feel bad now. I feel bad because the place was so good that I don't want to... Uh, forget what it was um anyway we got this delicious braised beef poutine i'm looking it up right now as well as oh yeah crispy cauliflower which was delicious um and uh i was like we were like what should we get for an entree we you know sometimes we'll do like oh we'll get two appetizers two entrees sometimes we'll do this with this right this time we got the popcorn right Two appetizers, one entree, this burger that they were pushing on their menu as well as their Valentine's Day menu. Yeah. I'm like, let's just get the burger. They're pushing it a lot. It was fucking perfect. It oh, was great. so good. Perfect burger. I, didn't, I feel like we didn't eat too much. I probably ate 40% of the poutine, 30% of the uh, cauliflower, and probably... 70% of the burger. Right. And I felt, I was like, this is pro- totally fine. Right. No, no lava. Right. No okay. lava. Good. Um, feeling better. I was, wor- I was worried that I was just not going to have an appetizer, all, an appetite all weekend. Um, we got this panna cotta dessert, which is like a, I guess it's like a thicker ice cream kind of thing. It was a white chocolate panna cotta with like this, uh, raspberry, you know, and if I'm, if I'm explaining that wrong, sue me. Um, <clears throat> not me. Walk back to the car, freezing, but we're kind of joking around in the snow and right. running around. It was fun. Then we go back to the hotel. Gina's dead asleep at 930. Oh, man. Classic I, Gina. I was like, oh, my God. So I'm like, well, well at her age, do? you know. <clears throat> yeah, right. I was like, what am I going to do? So I put on Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. Which I haven't watched in years. It's a great film. When did it come out? 2012? Does that sound right? <sighs> yeah, right around there. 2011 man. or 2012. Dude, Charlie Day with Jason Sudeikis and Jason Bateman, it was so funny. It is. I was laughing so hard at their like uh, at their banter in that movie. If you missed that comedy, which was kind of a weird comedy, I'm not sure exactly who it was aimed at in terms of an audience. If you missed that comedy, go back and watch it. Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Aniston, Jamie Fox, um, what's his name? Played Bullseye. Colin Farrell. Yep. Everyone in it was great. Um, and Charlie Day, they, they they have a scene with Jamie Foxx because he's a he's a hitman and they want to have their bosses killed. Right. And he says like, uh, he's like, he's like, we need three people killed. And Jamie Foxx is like, you got the cheese. And they're like, well, how much how much cheese is it? And then they're he's like, it's ten thousand per person. So that's thirty large. He's like thirty large. And then Charlie Day's like, you think maybe you could do two? Third one, hold the cheese. And I laughed. It, it the way he delivered it. Yeah. Killer. And the whole movie is very very. It's definitely those three guys with their personalities on display with each other. Man, to me, I'm like, they could do this forever. They're so funny together. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Horrible Bosses 2 was really funny, too, if, right. if not as good of a plot. I don't remember the plot of it. Right. But I remember thinking it was funny. Anyway, I watched that. And I'm like, okay, now it's like, you know, 11.15 or 11.30, whatever. I guess I'll watch another movie. And I put on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, and what was tough about this hotel room was uh, because it's an old quaint hotel, no desk. Yep. And there was only one chair, but there was nothing under the TV. So the chair was holding up the stuff that we had connected to the TV. Ah, okay. So I was, I had to be in bed the whole time. Yeah. So she's sleeping the night away and uh, 
you know, I watched these two movies in a row and it sucked because I wanted to write her Valentine's Day card, but there was no desk. Right. I was just in the bed. So I was like, I guess I'll have to figure out a way to write it tomorrow. Yeah. So you sat in the bathtub, you got your desk, <laughs> Yeah. built your desk out of floss. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, I went to sleep. Good night. Gina woke up early. She waited in line for like an hour at their, they have like a museum of history close by that also has an ice skating rink. Okay. And she had to wait in line to get a reservation. She did right. that. I was sleeping. She came back, got packed up, went down. We went, She was like, oh, let's go there. <clears throat> we went to the White Heron, H-E-R-O-N. Yeah. I want to say heron, but yeah. I don't know. It's her- no, it's heron. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a type of bird. Yeah. Well, you've been there? No, my, my friend AJ is there like... I, not, if not daily, then almost daily, and in, in you know, is pals with the barista, and so in, they always in New Hampshire, yeah. So they always draw like super cool art on the side of his cups. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you tell me there was an AJ that we know there. There's an AJ that I know. He uh, he had worked at UMass Dartmouth, <laughs> really, and, uh, and now lives and works up there. He's the one who uh, you know I bought you the thing for for editing, like the the mouse trackball yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, which I do. He's, he's the one who uh, you know had a photo of it, and I'm like, oh man, like. This might work for Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it did work for me. I, I appreciate that very much. Nice. Um, yeah, it was... Dude, it was great. I got a... I got a maple latte, I believe. Oh, no. I don't think I did get a maple latte. Which one did I get? Uh, I'm trying to think of what latte Super maple latte. Maybe it was... No, it was, here's what it was. Extra maple. It was a gingerbread cold brew. Wow. It okay. was good. But here's what was really good there. Breakfast burrito. You ready for this? Okay, barely. Eggs. Mozzarella potatoes pesto tomatoes wow delicious sounds like a chuck burrito for sure it was an excellent breakfast burrito and then i also saw some local art from local artists in portsmouth new hampshire uh, making some greeting cards and i'm like i'm gonna buy some greeting cards to support these artists nice. and to have some future greeting cards oh good thinking so i bought one and the naked mermaid and i'm gonna I think i'm gonna give it to my brother and his wife and be like i know you guys love titties <laughs> so, <laughs> happy birthday oh shannon's gonna put that straight in the shredder <laughs> in the shredder that's how much she hates it um so anyway uh got some greeting cards we went down to the ice skating rink it was very adorable it's next to the it's like in the middle of this quaint area with all these like houses this historical houses yep and you know she's skating and i'm taking pictures of her she wants oh you didn't skate i didn't skate i'm not a good skater you are not my ankles hurt that's all right you know i i uh i was talking to my dad because you know my dad follows chuck on social media Mm. doesn't follow me though weird (laughs) And uh, he's like, oh, it looked like they had a good time. They were both skating. And I'm like, actually, like, Gina was skating. Gina's really good at skating. Chuck isn't. And, like, you know, it's okay to tease him in the moment. But, like, I'm not going to make fun of him for it because we're all good at different things. Mm. Like, there's no point in me being like, ha-ha, Chuck, you're bad at ice skating. You want to hear something funny, too? Yeah, absolutely. Gina gets cold super easily. Yeah. So... When she goes ice skating, yep. she's done in like 15 minutes. Right. So at some point I was like, man, I guess Gina likes ice skating. I should learn to ice skate. Yep. No, no, no. Me standing outside and taking pictures of her as she ice skates. That's what she, yeah. That's the right relationship to what she wants to do. Good. Um, so anyway, we skate for 15 minutes or whatever. We're leaving. We're leaving. A couple's coming in and they're like, uh, can we can we skate please on Valentine's Day today? They're a very special day. And the lady there at the Museum of History is like, Nope, you didn't make a you didn't make an appointment. You didn't wait in line. Roz from Monsters Inc. And I was like, "We're leaving, and we're two people. Can they go in in our place?" Which yeah. I I'm sure that they can't. No, but doesn't make any sense. Nope. The lady was like, "I mean, do you guys really want to skate for 45 minutes? Because that's how much time was left in the yeah. hour." And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, 
Happy Valentine's Day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Screw the man. Yeah. I'm Karen. And uh, so I'm the man. We <laughs> we left and I'm like, man, that was, you know, I like the gingerbread cold brew. I'm like, and it's like a little quaint town area. Kind of, It's weird. It's it's almost like, do you remember uh, Zach and Mary make a porno? Yes. It felt like that. Is it Toronto? I think so. Yeah. It felt like that, where it's like you were in residential areas, and then you could turn the corner, and you're on a big main street with a ton of like storefronts of restaurants and coffee shops and stuff. Right. So we went to this middle area. There was a huge Christmas tree with all Valentine's Day stuff on it, and there's just a ton of shops. I'm like, oh, let's go around. And Gita told me that her brother, who I'm friends with, Nick, he said, oh, Chuck would like this place called the Bull Moose, where they have records and DVDs and, and video games and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, let's go there. Comic B- books. Bull Moose, of course, a former political party in the United States. There you go. That's that's true history. Uh, I don't I, know. I don't know what cartoon. You're thinking of uh, Moose and Squirrel. Ah, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> so, uh, so we went in. Awesome. Cool place. They had 30 cent VHSs. You know, I like to buy Halloween and Christmas VHS tapes. In, in addition to just cool VHS tapes. That's yes. damn right. And I got three of them. Good. Got a cool see-through ring VHS. Nice. As well as Five Goes West. Uh, Lazy I, I, Eye. You ever I, watch I, that movie? Uh, honestly, no. Oh, uh, we got to watch Five I, Goes West. I like West. the idea that you're like, yeah, of course. Christmas and Halloween VHSs. That's and, one of my collecting things. And Five Goes West. <laughs> well, I've kind of stretched it to be like VHSs. I think might be hard to find from my childhood that I like. Right. However, now as time goes on, I'm realizing a lot of them are hard to find. Right. But like, you know, Jurassic Park is easier to find than like Five Goes West. Right. Anyway, get a couple of those. I see this awesome version of Spider-Man Homecoming, a Blu-ray special edition. Right. And I I don't really collect Blu-rays anymore. I haven't for a while. I've been getting rid of them for the past five years. I'm like, oh, I miss this. And I was looking at it and remembering it. And I was yep. like, oh, I, we used to be so excited when they used to come out. It was so like easy to get your gifts. Yeah. To be like, oh, what, what new steelbook does Chuck not have? Oh, it was so cool. And so I was bummed. Um, but I, you know, I wiped away a tear. And I was like, oh, you know, I, this is crazy, but I already had I already had coffee. I'm like, do you want to have another coffee? And she's like, yeah, let's go get another coffee. So we found this place. It's like a popover place. You read a popover? Maybe. It's kind of like uh you ever have French toast? Yes. That's the consistency of what the bread is. Oh, okay. That eggy bread. Yeah. And Gina got two. Well, she got one, and then I went up to get one. She's like, get another one, because I wasn't I wasn't going to eat anything. I went up to get a coffee, and I got a a black, a dark and white chocolate uh, latte. Wow. Awesome. Okay. And I got a popover, and it give you some maple butter, and it was delicious. Um, but uh, we stopped and had that, and uh, our plan was we had reservations at the foundry, what, what what town is that in? I don't remember, uh, but it's right over the state line, right? Yeah, it is. is it's it Manchester. Manchester, I think. Yeah, so. Manchester, New Hampshire, I believe. Um, and uh, we knew we had those reservations at like six, but you know, we left our hotel at like eleven, and then we went ice skating, and then we had this walk. So we had like six hours in the middle of the day before we really had to leave to go to the foundry. Right. So I was all excited, but but we had all this time, and it was really fun. So we walked around. I'm like, is there anyone else you want to go? And Gina's like, let me you know what. There's a there's a Lululemon outlet, and I was like, all right. And we went there, and I was like, I'm just gonna stay in the car. You can go in the Lululemon outlet. I don't, you know, don't don't feel rushed. I'm just chilling out because I've been working a lot recently, right? So even like 20 minutes in my car, that's a vacation. It's a nice break. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting in my car watching WandaVision uh, recaps on YouTube good, and stuff, good, and catching up with people, and um, she goes in Lululemon. She comes out. She's all excited about some jacket she bought. 
And I'm like, let's just take a drive. Let's just drive because we still have yeah. like another hour to kill. Right. Start driving down the coast. We drive up into Kittery, Maine, where I think Ray is like from that area because we were texting about it. And he's like, oh, my God, go to Slab Pizza. And I was like, well, we already have dinner plans, but someday. So we're driving into Kittery, Maine, and uh, we drive past an antique store. And I'm like, oh, I want to go in that antique store. I love antique stores. I love crazy secondhand stores. I you love do. that stuff. You it's do. the only place left to find gold as like a a person in the world. You know what I mean? All Every retail store now feels so the same. Okay. Like all of them feel so corporate. And they're saying, you're never going to f- be surprised. You know, there's not any more old DVD stores and that kind of stuff. Right. It's all corporate stuff. And so I want to find the antique stores, secondhand stores, whatever. So I see, I'm like, all right, that's where we're going to go on the way back here. Let's keep going. And Gina's like, you know, the water is like close to us to the right. And I'm like, let's just keep driving. We have the maps on my screen in my car. Right. Start taking a right, 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 right. Just keep taking every right to go towards the water. <laughs> we, we could just keep taking rights. Yep. Somehow. <laughs> we, right. <laughs> Didn't make a lot of progress. And we come through to this like landmass, and it's basically a bridge across the water. Okay. But it's raised land. It's oh. not like a wooden bridge. Okay. It's just actual raised land. Wow. It's like man-made. And we're like, we got to go on that. But it's still like wicked cold out. There's snow everywhere. You know, it's a little like dip to get down to the bridge of like walking on snow and ice. We go down to it. We go in the thing. And uh, it was awesome. It was right in the middle of the water. And you get to the end of it and it goes to an actual small like wooden bridge. that's very creaky. Yep. On which we found a uh, Valentine's Day scavenger hunt item for oh, somebody. Oh, nice. And it crosses over to a nature preserve that's huge, like a huge wooded area with paths. Right. But it was way too cold to like go into it. Really. Right. But I'm like, if we come back in the summer, we're going to do this. So we leave. Awesome time, though. We were joking around there for a while. We were watching this duck dive into the water and like swim around under the water looking for fish. Yep. It was awesome. Awesome time. Turn around, go back to the antique store. I found a little turtle stuffed animal that I've never seen. Ninja Turtles. Great. Um, and I bought something else there. Ooh, it was like a dollar. What the hell was it? Oh, it was an old Maxwell House coffee can. Oh, okay. Because I collect like vintage... Uh, food tins and stuff that i put above my cupboards that was awesome and then we started our drive to the foundry in new hampshire for dinner and it was just it was so awesome to be in this new area and just have like six hours to be like right oh we'll go to some stores we'll go outside we'll look for a path we'll look for an antique store we'll go to the outlets we'll do this it was perfect whenever i try to do that it never seems to work out to be like oh we have this whole afternoon somehow plans always like bombard the day and then we can't go explore right you know what i mean it's very hard i will say it's very hard to get anyone to explore with me yeah i'll be like like for sometimes gina will be like i want to get dinner and and i'm like well what do you want she's like i don't know i'm like let's just go drive around and we'll go towards providence maybe we'll go into east providence we'll just drive around and look at places that we haven't seen right she's like no i don't want to do that yeah and i feel like it's very hard to get anyone to do that and it's very hard to get her to explore like that um but that day, for some reason, it just worked out probably because we were in a new place. And it was fun to just talk and listen to music and, and find these new places. And I had an awesome time. That's great. Yeah. Got to the Foundry, which is a restaurant we discovered this summer for our birthday trip to New Hampshire. Yep. Um, and the Foundry was awesome. We got these Brussels sprouts with pistachios. They were so delicious. They were like honey glazed. Um, we got a big meat and cheese board that was really good. And we got a French dip as our entree that we split. Um, and it was great. 
It was nice. really, really good. I love a good French dip. Oh, God, yeah. And I was able to find time when Gina was in Lululemon to fill out her Valentine's Day card and write oh, everything nice. and stuff. Good. And I drew some funny stuff in it. Um, but we had a great dinner at uh, at Foundry. And then I think it was about two hours home from there. Yeah. But a nice, easy trip home. I mean, two hours driving for me is nothing now since right. I drive to Jersey all the time. Right. Um, and it was just a great trip. You know, we came back... Um, and we, we picked up Swiss and we went home. And nice. uh, it was a great weekend. It was an awesome, I'm, I'm awesome weekend. I'm glad to hear it. First couple days with the the presents and the pizza yep, and the sauce. Yeah. Ava telling me I was a dick when I was trying to figure out my plans for Gina uh, were tough. Yeah. My spice, my stomach almost exploded. Yeah, that was really the turning point. Uh, yeah, it was. And then I got better and then we had a great weekend of, of eating too much. Nice. It was a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. And I will say this I, I added it up because I was like, well, how much is this costing for this weekend away? And the gas, let's say, is 25. England soup's 23, 46. Uh, hotel was 192. So that's, let's call it like 230 ish. Okay. Right. Brewery is 20, 250. The Wilder was 72. That's not bad for dinner. It's not. So that's 320 ish, right? Yep. Uh, White Heron was 21. That's 340. Popovers were like 14, 355. Uh, Foundry was 120. So that's like 475. Sure. And that I'm, was 100% of the weekend. I'm at around 487, but yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> so what, $12 off. <laughs> I said 475. Yeah. So, but that's two full days yep. of staying over at a nice hotel, going out to a bunch of places, eating a bunch of times in different places. Like that's, you know, two coffee shop visits, yeah. like a lunch, two dinners, and, uh, that's not, you know, for, for our birthday and a Valentine's Day. I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. And I kind of think it's, you know, it's, it's you know, we've talked about the idea before that I see the world as like, um, I wake up and there's the Google Maps of the world of all the new different places I can go. And there's so many exciting, fun things everywhere. Right. And this was a real proof of it. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, we like uh, the Foundry and 100% of the rest of the place is new. Yeah. And we've only gone to the Foundry once. So how many things have I had there before? Three? Right. Four? Um. And it was just, we didn't even drive that far. We drove two hours away. We were in somewhere that was completely foreign to us. We did some exploring, went to a ton of stores, went to a ton of restaurants. It was just so fun. It was such a great weekend. That's great. I think, and I wanted, I'm want i saying this as like to anybody out there, you can just do this and it's like a great time. Like, you know, it's, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. You could seriously probably drive even an hour, an hour and a half in whatever direction, find a new place and just find a bunch of different fun things to do. Right. You feel like that? Yes. Now let's make jokes about where Army Hammer would have gone. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I will say it came back. Me and Brad hung out on Sunday or Monday. Monday. Monday yeah. And uh, Mario 3D Mario and 3D World came yeah. out for the Nintendo Switch. Yep. So Brad and I planted our dirty asses onto a couch and a chair. And boy, oh boy, did we rack up some stars in that game. We played some Bowser's Fury for a couple hours. Yes, which is the add-on portion of the game. And I got to say not going to get too video game nerdy super mario 3d world extremely underrated title from nintendo one of my favorite games of all time me too yeah P po possibly my favorite mario game overall yeah when i when i really stack up the hours it's tough but yeah. it's it's just so well it's so well made it's so perfectly in the spirit of mario it's so much fun get mario in 3d world it's it's brand new in terms of uh the re-release that came out this week yeah um and we had a lot of fun playing it all right, so what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I wanted to talk about poor Mr. Bam Margera. This is a weird situation. It really is. I don't know if people know about this. Most people are aware of Bam Margera, uh, one of the stars of Jackass, professional skater. 
Um, you know, the quick story of Ben Margera is essentially that he was skating at the age of 15. I think he went pro around that time, 15, right. 16, 17. Very young, yep. They started making the movie CKY, which is an independent skate film with pranks and stunts in it. I think it sold over a million copies uh, independently. Wow. Uh, starting through just skate shops and screenings in his parents' living room. Yep. Uh, and they he kept making those movies. And at the same time, throughout the country, there was a couple of other groups of people that were making similar stunt and prank videos, including Jeff Tremaine and Johnny Knoxville at Big Brother Magazine. They all merged to make uh, the show Jackass on MTV. Right. Ran for three seasons. Really only about a year and a half. They made Jackass the movie, which was huge. Jackass became a cultural phenomenon. Many years later, like six or seven, they made Jackass 2. And a couple years later, they made Jackass 3. And it's been kind of a incredibly successful uh, project. Jackass has kind of took the world by storm. Cover of Rolling Stone. Everyone's talking about it. The movies have been great. They're kind of even critically looked at as like, awesome pieces of comedy right you know yeah um my personal relationship to jackass is that i think it's amazing i think that they're making art in this very subversive way you know part of the 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 relationship to this is not just the big stunts and pranks it's the charm of the people and the relationships of the people right right and they've been awesome and i and i like all the offshoots like viva la bam bam's tv show after the first movie and uh Wild Boys and all the stuff that everyone does. I'm very supportive. I love the guys, all the guys in Jackass. Bam kind of went down this hole of substance abuse issues. Yeah. Just like Steve-O. Steve-O's been sober for like 10 years now, but Bam went down this hole. And I, you know, I felt for him a lot because I saw him describe it because he was on like Celebrity Rehab and I think he was on another show it's too. Not that family was Rehab. Family he, Rehab. He April run, yeah. yeah. And he talked about the fact that he's like, you know, it's tough because people drink at celebrations, but sometimes like for weeks on end, every night in my life is a celebration right. for this, 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 this. And uh, he kind of got worse and worse and, you know, he gained a lot of weight and then he became bulimic and then he was getting whatever it was back yeah. and forth. And then they started, you know, saying, okay, we're going to do Jackass 4 with Johnny Knoxville, with all the guys coming back except for Ryan Dunn who died and Bam really uh, kind of spiraled. When Ryan Dunn, who was one of his best friends, one of the guys in Jackass, died from right. a, in a in a drunk driving accident, and uh, so they were like filming Jackass Four, which was, and and Bam has had like public issues over the years. I think he punched his manager in the face at yeah, one point. Yeah, he's had some some public punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and he's also been attacked. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think in February or March they started filming Jackass Four. COVID shut it down. Right, and Bam is you know everyone's been waiting. And so this week, Bam released some Instagram videos of him like live, like talking on Instagram. And essentially, how would you describe him? Just uh, drunken rants. Yeah. It was, uh, it's sad, honestly. Like, you know, fame and like the fact that you like, I I guess it's a parasocial parasocial relationship with him where you think you know him because you've seen him, blah, blah, blah. But like, I would be sad to see anyone going through what he was going through. Yeah. And like, you know, if, if this guy were... Uh, if, if, you know, if we didn't know Bam and he was like out on the street in front of your house at 3 a.m. yelling yeah. these things, we'd be like, oh, that poor man. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He's he's this famous, you know, celebrity. Yeah. And uh, just going off about how people don't care about him and how par- like he, I, He's basically talking about the fact that because he's such a liability in terms of addiction, Paramount, the company that makes the Jackass movies is like, 
you have to do, you have to take antidepressants, you have to do two uh, breathalyzers every day. And at any time we might call on you to do like a drug test right. at your nearest uh, medical facility, whatever. Um, and I, I know behind the scenes it's because they're, they are offering insurance to everyone in this movie. Right. Jackass is a weird movie to insure in the first place. Yeah, it sure is. Um, and also, this is one thing I was thinking about. If Bam was just fucked up on drugs and alcohol and whatever, and he was like, I'm going to do this stunt. Yeah. Don't you feel like there's a little bit more of like, well, this is a, not cool. I'll put it this way. If we were making, a, let's say we we're making a movie. Yeah. And one of our actors shows up drunk. Yeah. And in the scene, he has to, uh, let's say, come in, tell us that he got into a basketball tournament and we celebrate and he leaves. Yep. If he's drunk or high or something or fucked up, there's not a lot of guilt associated with, oh, we're making him say he's in a basketball tournament right. as this actor. Yeah. Now he's coming in. Yep. And he's going to get bitten by an alligator. <laughs> yep. Or he's going to roller skate down the stairs. Yep. Or he's going to do something that's dangerous. I think when you add in the element of this person may or not be, may or may not be in the right mind, in to the consent. right mind, when yeah. they're agreeing to do a dangerous thing that's going to hurt them, right? Don't you feel like it's a little bit darker to let them do it? Yes, right. I do. I, I and you know it, like, because some people are like, "Yeah, bam, fuck jackass, blah blah blah." I can't believe they're doing this. This is fucked up. And I'm like, I don't think it's fucked no. up. I do think that maybe. Because the production started so long ago yeah. and COVID happened and now it's been a year since then, maybe he's had to live this very policed lifestyle for a long time. For a lot longer than planned, yeah. Uh, maybe that's part of this. He, he could have done it for three months, but it's been more than three months. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I have sympathy for that, but I don't think Paramount or Jack Jackass or Jeff Tremaine or any of those people are doing anything bad. Right. You know, at some point, Steve-O got to the point where Knoxville basically went to his room where he was living, his apartment. Yeah. And he brought a bunch of guys and they kind of manhandled him to get him to a rehab facility. Right. I don't think there's something wrong with that when you truly believe someone's at their breaking point you or know, at their bottom. I think bottom. about, uh, uh, you know, Kevin Smith and Jay Muse. And at mm. some point, Kevin Smith cut him off. And I'm sure at some point, Jay Muse would have done a, a rant to an Instagram camera that fortunately didn't exist. He's like, Kevin Smith doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. Right. Even though what Kevin Smith is doing by saying like, look, get help. Yes. Is the best thing you can do for that person. So that's what I think is happening right now with Bam. Yeah. And it's sad because at first I saw his, you know, his, his videos on Instagram. It's like, he starts to cry. Yeah. He's like, jackass was my family. Yeah. And he starts to throw up in it. Yep. Um, and it's really depressing. And he's yeah. like, fuck them. Fuck Jeff Tremaine. Fuck Spike Jones. All yep. this stuff. Fuck Paramount. Then the final video was him being like, you know what? Yesterday I had an episode. Um, I'm like, I'm bipolar or something. Yeah. Um, and I have like manic episodes or something and I have to get help. <clears throat> and when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. He's realizing it was a mistake. But since then, he's kind of continued down the path of like, fuck them, Venmo me money. I'm going to make my own competing movie right. and put up all these like things. He took them down by now that were like, fuck Jackass without Bam. Yeah. All these like t-shirt ideas of like, fuck Jackass. He kept calling it Jack Flop. It was really weird. But I feel so bad for Bam. And people are kind of taking sides. I'd say more people are taking the side of like, this is sad. Yeah. But uh, some people are just like, yeah, fuck them. Without, how could they make this without you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is so tough. Right. Um, and I hope that this is still going to end up with Bam, like getting help and being part of the movie. Right. Um, and the movie, I guess, is secondary to the help. Right. But like, man, it just, it sucks because it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess thinking about comedy groups and like performance 
you have to expect these groups to like have big fallouts at different points in yeah. time and stuff. But man, how bum- how much of a bum out is it that they're making Jack S four and Ryan Dunn is dead and Bam and then Bam is on the outs and he's like a dick has these addiction problems and he's like fuck them fuck this. I'm like oh my god, it's so sad. It's, it really is. It really really is. And uh, you know, obviously, like I would love for him to to get healthy. But like that's not going to be an immediate fix. Like that's going to no. be a, a thing that he real a path that he really has to walk, and it's going to take a while. Yeah, for him to get there, mm-hmm. and it sucks because in my mind I'm like, oh man, what if he gets healthy in the next thirty days? Yeah, and then like the final stunt in Jackass Four, they're like, oh, we need someone to do this stunt, and then sober Bam walks on, and like, oh, that'd be so great. Like yeah. for people who know the behind. Oh, the scenes you mean thing. like if he wasn't really in the movie the whole time? Right, and he shows up at the end as a surprise. Yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. My idea was that they should have Tom Green join the cast. Ah, amazing. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I love Bam. You know, people, I think some people started to dislike him when he made Viva La Bam because he was such like a little like bratty guy who's right. like, I can do whatever I want. Yep. I didn't even dislike that. I kind of thought that it was a it was a good way to feed into that personification of that character. Right. Who then, you know, and you think about either the Knoxville scavenger hunt episode Beautiful. or jackass two or three yep. how much they come at him because of that yeah and it's fucking awesome yeah i mean that kind of performative uh stunt documentary prank stuff it's really hard to get the formula right right and man oh man they, yeah they i know were we, like, we tried when we when we directed <laughs> and produced nuts the black jackass <laughs> <laughs> i had a i love jackass stuff I had I have like all the DVDs of all the ripoffs. Like there's one called LSD Riders. It's got to be the most fucked up one. Yeah. LSD Riders, if you can find it, they get injured and they'll have like crazy gashes on their arm and then the gashes will sc- scab up and they'll fill the scabs and the gashes with fireworks. And and it's totally fucked up. It's yes. like it's like nausea inducing. But one of the copycats was Nuts the Black Jackass. Yeah. And man, oh man, you have that logo tattooed on your lower back. I do. I do. Because <laughs> well, you did the final stunt in yeah, that movie. It's not a regret. How did you get in with that crew? <laughs> <laughs> they met me and they're like, Brad, you've got soul. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> By the way, I did have a, a black student once say that to me. He's really? Like, Brad, you got soul. And I just laughed at him. <laughs> He's like, I, I most certainly <laughs> do, do not. not. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I'm really hoping it's it's just really sad. And I hope I hope people out there are not like either like fuck Bam or right. fuck Jackass. It's like, dude, this guy grew up with millions of dollars from when he was a teenager. He got whatever he wanted all the time. He was rewarded for bad behavior. His yep. best friend died in a car accident. It is acceptable that he has mental issues and addiction issues and people we just need to figure out how to help him. Right. It's not about fuck this side or fuck this side. Right. It's about figure this out. Right. Uh, but man, it's sad. It Last really thing is. I really want to talk about was uh, WandaVision. Yes. And this is how we do this on the show. WandaVision. We don't want to spoil anything for anybody. We're not going to spoil it for you. So here's what happened. J-U-A-N. If we're ever, we, if we ever have to talk about a project and we want to talk about spoilers... We do it to close the podcast so that if you haven't watched it, you can listen to the whole podcast. And then we say, okay, everybody, that's our whole podcast. We're going to go into spoilers on WandaVision now and you can turn it off. That's how we're always going to do it. That's how we've always done it. So uh, actually, I guess what we'll do is this. 
So we are going to talk spoilers on WandaVision. Yep. So if you haven't seen it, you can turn off the podcast now. That's all we're going to do uh, for the rest of the podcast. And we want to give you a clear warning. Um, usually when it's a movie, we'll go into our non-spoiler thoughts first. Right. But it's hard to talk about this without going into spoilers. Right. So right now, if you haven't seen WandaVision, you don't want it spoiled. Uh, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Chuckandbradpodcast.com or find the email link at chuckandbrad. Actually, or chuckandbrad at gmail.com to write in. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We are now going to go into spoilers uh, for episodes three through six. Who knows? Vision. I, <laughs> it's half of deuces. So you're all cut up, right? Yes. Holy shit. So we covered episode one and two on the yes. podcast. Episode three of WandaVision was the episode, the first episode in color. Yep. That's where they kind of went Brady Bunch. Episode four was the first episode where you saw really outside the world of, of the hex. Almost exclusively outside the world right. of the hex. Which is yeah. the bubble that Wanda's existing in and Vision in the town. Episode five is where Quicksilver shows up at the end. Yeah, it was the, they introduced Billy and Tommy, their, their Billy, sons. The children. But, yeah. And episode six is the one where we see Vision go outside of the world and right. die. Yep. And you find out that towards the edge of the hex, the people there are like barely being controlled. Right. So let's talk about a couple things. Okay. Let's, one. Yes. How much you love this show? It's amazing. It's fucking crazy. I'm it's 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 dick. weird because I'm like, oh man, I'd love like I guess their responsibility towards character building and character development is lessened because Wanda and Vision existed in a previous medium. Not only that, but the only way to watch this is to watch it on Disney Plus, right? Which did assemble a special series to watch before this that is exclusively here is Wanda's story up to this point and here is Vision's story up to this point, right? It's almost like uh, if WandaVision is essentially season three of Friends, right? Where you don't, you know, you know, we know who Rachel Green is, we know who Chandler Bing is, right? You don't have to introduce everybody again. Um, also, this show is really more of like a cinematic art piece. It's like an experiment right. in terms of not only mystery, but playing with expectations. Right. I have a question about Lost, because Lost is kind of similar in terms of like really creating a mystery you don't know about. Right. Did those characters have a lot of character traits or or, or were they kind of just on the island and you're figuring out... Well, this person's taking the lead. This person's trying to figure this out. This person, blah, blah, blah. Their character traits were introduced often through the flashbacks. So so each episode would focus kind of on one character's flashbacks and you'd get a piece of their story. So, right, you right, know, right. Jack was a doctor and mm -hmm. Sawyer was this. And, right. Interesting. Um, and that kind of filled in through, like throughout the first couple seasons. And then they did flash forwards to right. show what their life was like after the island. Right. And then flash sideways right. uh, on, on other times. So... Um, but again, that was a J.J. Abrams show, so it was the box of mystery. So he's like, "Yeah, we'll figure it out as we go," and then they didn't. No, no. Um, so it seems like WandaVision has a clear ending they're writing toward, definitely, which feels like a relief. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to talk about. So basically, episodes one, two, and three, which we already talked about, episode one and two, they all kind of exist as like obviously she's going through these sitcoms, right? We know we know that they're living in these sitcoms world that are progressing. Episode four, when they broke that and they went into the real world and they're like, they're the viewers too. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? They figure out they can see it through the airwaves. They figure out, you know, they're putting the perimeter. Right. Uh, it's a sword. It's not shield. It's sword. Yeah. Jimmy Woo. 
uh, Rimbaud, Darcy, these these the main three characters, right. along with what Hayward is yeah. kind of the bad sword guy. Yeah. Um, you know, the agents of sword that are living in the now in the real world and are kind of looking in are seeing this and they're saying, what is this? And they're just kind of asking questions and they're saying, you know, is Wanda doing this? They're showing flashbacks to earlier episodes and they were trying to get in touch with her. Incre- when that episode came on, I was like, this is fucking incredible. I couldn't believe it. But I saw a lot of pushback where I, I saw some people who were like right away. They were like, I can't get into this show. I don't know what it is. I don't get it. Right. And they just weren't into it because it's not superheroes. They're traditional. Right. Then when the fourth episode hit. Yep. I think the people that liked those first three, a lot of them were like, well, we're back to Marvel stuff. And I'm like, I wanted to be like, fuck all of you people. Yeah. Fuck all of you people. Like, why can't the people who it's a different story? It's like, yeah, there's been 20 fucking there's been 20 fucking. Yeah, that's, that's my like, yeah, that's my Colin Farrell coming out. It's good. It's good. You should be in Horrible Bosses 3. <laughs> it's, it's Army, what is Army Hammer? <laughs> so uh, he's a very horrible boss. <laughs> yeah. So I think my boss wants to eat me. <laughs> Horrible bosses three is just army hammers trying to eat everybody. Um, so anyway, no, but I was like, what the? F-? I was like, it sucks because there's been 23 movies. So the only way for them to continue with these great stories and great characters and great the world is to do more and more bold and unique things. Right. So that's where the first three episodes are necessary for world building and like a real change in experience and to create this mystery here's the thing that frustrates me mm-hmm. it's nine episodes right mm-hmm. let's say it's four and a half hours total mm-hmm. and people are like yeah the first one hour of this four and a half hour project didn't have enough answers i know and it's like have, have you seen ha- a movie have you read a mystery have yeah, you yeah i know like you don't you don't get the answers i know what about westworld ah uh, it it was it's frustrating to see people i like and respect have that opinion me too i but- mean certainly they're entitled to their opinions and <clears throat> Have it as in some cases have gone back and said, "Oh, okay, I, I was wrong." Basically, okay, yeah. And by the way, hold hold opinion in your brain. I want to ask you a okay. question by the end of this small discussion. Got it. Um, but I was really frustrated with the people who were like, "Oh yeah, episode four, it's back to Marvel stuff." I'm yeah. like, you have to mix in the real world that they've established with this, or else it doesn't matter. It's not right. It's not <laughs> interesting and mysterious if there's not a real world for the juxtaposition of what this is. Right. Love Jimmy Woo. You know, even though the characters like Darcy is like a very, let's put it like typical character right. of like, I'm the person who's not listening to the to the brass and I'm figuring it out and I'm right. really whatever. Yeah. You know, um, fine. I, I don't I don't have any problem with that. Um, And I, so I was thrilled with episode four. Thrilled. Yeah. Episode five was awesome. I loved all the, there's more nods to everything and Vision is figuring stuff out more. At the end of episode five... <clears throat> You know, they the I mean when they go to the credits when Wanda starts trying to roll the credits and right. Vision stops and he's like continues to fight. Oh, it was beautiful. Then she goes to open the door, sees Quicksilver. Yep. And it's the it's the the actor that played Quicksilver in the X Men universe. Yes. Now we haven't exactly talked about this. What do you think that means? And this is we we both or no we do not know how the show is going to end. I'll, I'll say initial, we don't know it's going to yep. end. But this Could is our anything. guesses. Initially, I was like, oh, okay, it's it's. That's that's going that's going to introduce the multiverse. The idea that there are different versions of Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. However, there was no mention of that in the in the following episode. No no possibility that he was from a multiverse, from a different dimension, if you will. Mm-hmm. And now now I'm questioning that theory, and I'm saying like, oh, is it just kind of an in joke to 
Marvel fans uh, to say, hey, you know, we got this other guy, Quicksilver. Oh, we're going to make a joke about him being recast. So, uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, really know I don't know where it's going to go. When I, I saw it and I was like, this is it. It means that they're going to bring in the multiverse. Right. And to give, you know, if you're a Marvel nerd, like, like I am, like Brad is, you know, so far in Spider-Man Far From Home, it was kind of mentioned that there is a multiverse right. and that Quentin Beck, who is Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal, is from a different world. Right. But that was really thrown up in the air when you find out that he's lying about so many other things. Right. You don't know if it's true. Although Nick Fury says it. Yeah. Not him. Uh, or or yeah. Talos' version of Nick Fury. Right. So anyway, there's that. And we know that Doctor Strange is called the Multiverse of Madness. Right. And we know that Elizabeth Olsen, who is Wanda, is going to be a character in Multiverse of Madness. Right. Um, I have to believe that Marvel wouldn't replace this actor with Evan Peters from the Fox X-Men universe right. without leading in that direction. Wouldn't that be weird? It if, would. If, if it they would just be. said like, oh, this is a cameo. It was right. just for fun. Yeah. That would be really irresponsible to yeah. me. So I, you know, here's my thought. This is just my best guess. Um, you know, when he showed up, right before he showed up at the door, I think that Sword said that, that something has entered the hex right. really quickly, yep. which was Quicksilver, obviously. Um, and then he showed up at the door and she says to Vision in that moment, I'm not doing this when the right. door knocks. Um, and by the way, I also think it's ambiguous how much she is controlling and how much she's not. Still. Right. Yes. Um, and he shows up. My best guess from a storytelling perspective, and keep in mind, I know only two thirds of what's been, you know, of the actual full story of the thing. Here's what makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that this hex thing was happening. It's this thing that's playing with people's minds like crazy. Charles Xavier in the X-Men felt this or understood it, or maybe there's mutants in there and they somehow he was reading this in his Cerebro helmet. Okay. He was like, in this other reality, I believe that Professor X could know there's a multiverse. This thing is happening. Someone has to go check it out. The easiest way to do that is for Quicksilver to go check it out. Right. Come get back to me. Quicksilver runs into this area, is taken over by Wanda a little bit. Right. Or sees what she's doing or whatever, whatever version it is. And he's she, maybe he's kind of controlled or he's pulled in. Goes in. And now he's in the multiverse. Now he's in the hex. And at the by the end of the show, Professor X is going to show up to retrieve Quicksilver because he disappeared. Wow. That's what makes the most sense to me. Okay. Okay. Um, in, t in terms of like a linear story. And here's why I say that. A, if Quicksilver is the biggest thing in the show. It, okay. I shouldn't say that. It doesn't make sense that Quicksilver is the biggest reveal in the show because you don't put that halfway through. Right. I think Quicksilver is a step towards the biggest reveal of the show which is going to be whatever happens later. Okay. Maybe that's going to be someone else playing Mephisto. Right. However, everyone keeps saying that. I'm like, why would that be a big deal to anyone though? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like if the, okay, so let's say a show you like introduces a new character. So what? Like that's that's fine. Right. Like oh, here, this is this is Jim. Yeah. It's like, okay, but it, no one's going to be like 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 Elizabeth Olsen said there's going to be a Luke Skywalker level cameo that happens in WandaVision. Okay. So there's no way that that was Evan Peters. Right. 
And there's no way that it's just Mephisto. Right. Because who cares? Right. What do you think? I, I didn't know she said that. Yes. Uh, but the idea of Mephisto existing as the villain for this story makes sense. Not, but, as, a, but, not, as, a, not as a cameo. Right, right. But I didn't know she said that. So when, when right. you were like, oh, like, who cares about Mephisto? Yeah, like, Mephisto is, is traditionally part of a storyline where Wanda doesn't realize that she's creating something where she's controlling people. Right. He, she, and, he, and also the two children yep. are basically like fragments of Mephisto in the yes. comics. And in every episode, they've referenced Satan. Yes. And they said they still children are spawns of Satan in the yes. last episode. Um, so that's my guess. Or same same answer, except at the end, instead of Professor X showing up, it's Magneto showing up right. because he's uh, his, you know, Wanda and uh, Quicksilver's dad in a different Right. Universe. I think, uh, you know, it's it's tough because they've also, they've teased this aerospace engineer, but that, you know, it, that, that's going to show up to help Rambo. See, to, to me, that could be like War Machine or, or somebody. Yeah. And it would be like a cool thing. Right. Just like Falcon in Ant-Man. Yep. But it's, I don't think that's going to be like right. someone important. No. What's weird is like... Well, they've, they've mentioned that for two episodes. I, I have and a question. people are like, is it Reed Richards? Is it Beast? Is it this person? Is, I'm like... I have a question. Yeah. If anyone from the Avengers shows up, is that supposed to be surprising? No. Right? Right. So I'm like, who cares? I'm like, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to say who cares, but I mean like, they've done all these movies together. Is it really shocking? It, it's, it's weird because it's like, first of all, it would have to be somebody that she knows... Not that is it Monica Rambo? Yeah. I, I forget what the daughter's name is. Yeah. Um, so she has to have contact with this person. So are they working somewhere in the government? Is it? Yeah. You know, I'd love it to be Danny Pudi's character from uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I mean, I kind of think that they can realistically say that anyone in Sword has a relationship to anyone involved with the Avengers. Right. Yeah. But but I but that's also not shocking. It's right. like it's like. There's there's no one that could show up that's part of the Avengers movies that is like wow I can't With, without without that cameo comment the idea of Mephisto existing as the villain and it's a story that exists on its own and it's not necessarily as a bridge to mm-hmm. introduce a multiverse to introduce uh, this other thing because you know yeah you you have other shows coming out after this mm-hmm. and Loki and blah 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 mm-hmm. so you know Mephisto as the villain for a nine episode Wanda show makes sense. But mm-hmm. I think we want it to be, you know, Logan shows up. Yeah, I, I, I see. To me, that's that's too out there. Yeah, I know. Um, I think they're going to do their own story, so maybe it will be Mephisto that shows up as the villain. Right. But I think that maybe Magneto shows up at the end, or Professor yeah. X, and this is like a bigger. It means more to the future than anything. Yeah. But here's my other thought. So a Wanda's Wanda's thing. Paul Bettany said in an interview. I can't believe I got to work with this actor. It was so incredible. He's a British legend. Oh, it's Ian McKellen or Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And then he looked off screen and he's like, yeah, anyway, um, I had a great time making the show because yeah. his publicist told him to stop. He already worked with Ian McKellen. Oh, okay. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Fastbender? Is he That's br- my call. Okay. I think it's going to be either, I think it's going to be one of the young X-Men. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Crossover with Harry Potter. Okay, here's 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 my favorite. Yep. My favorite would be Patrick Stewart, Professor X. Yep. Second favorite, Ian McKellen. Third favorite, Fastbender. Fourth favorite, James McAvoy. Not British. Is he British? Yeah, he is. He talks like that. Yeah, when he's Professor X. I think I'm British. That's yeah, what he says. First of all, in every interview. First of all, <laughs> he does not sound like that. You are from a different part of England, my friend. It is James McAvoy. British. We're going to find it out. Yeah. Scott, uh, 
Glasgow, born in Glasgow. Not British. What is he? Scottish. Scottish. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're going to offend the Romany and the Scots today. Romany. So anyway, that's what I hope and that's what makes sense to me. Right. It's weird because, you know, I don't like the idea that they're like, oh, we just got a different person to play him that also played Quicksilver because that's fun and we can play with recasting. Right. I think that that would be a real cop out. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of consensus that essentially it is the devil, Mephisto, right. taking the form of Evan Peters to throw her off. But I'm like, so what? He just happened to pick the other Quicksilver? Right. It doesn't it, mean anything. It, 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 any it, it would throw, him off, throw her off more if it was Aaron Taylor Johnston. I know. I know. I don't get... Did you notice the kick-ass thing? Yes, I did. I thought that was cute. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think it's got to lead to X-Men or else it's such a waste of a of a person to use yeah you know what i mean yeah why would you pick evan peters if the idea was just we're gonna nod to it it doesn't yeah. it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense it's just for me they didn't follow up on it really in any way in the in episode i don't think, I don't think well here's the thing is i don't think that the multiverse or the x-men are going to be the crux of the show right i think the crux continued and i think that there's going to be a cameo at the end same way luke skywalker showed up in mandalorian Spoiler. Yes. Well, I said Luke Skywalker level cameo. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about spoiling Mandalorian. Um, but it, but it, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Anyway, he wasn't really like it wasn't part of the trajectory of the story for the past two seasons. Right. It was like we got to get this. Uh, we got to get Baby Yoda to somebody. Yep. Grogu to somebody. Yep. And at the end, it, you know, you don't even think about Luke Skywalker in that nope. show until nope. this ship shows up. Yeah. Ten minutes before the ending. Yeah. Here's what I think. You want to hear my fucking master plan? Yes. Oh, of course. we're all being tricked by the oh, big machine. Oh boy, Chuck's got eleven pages here. <laughs> no, here's the master plan. Yep. Ready? Yes. Rewind. Okay. Two years ago. Right. Winter bunker below the core of the earth, sitting in the bunker. I'm sorry, did you say below the core of the Earth? Yeah, I don't know. Impossible. <laughs> earth is a circle. Everyone's wrapped up in SARS blankets. Okay. It, who's the head of Disney? Bob Iger. Bob Iger is sitting there. I don't know if he still is, but... He's okay. there with Favreau. Yep. Feige. Yep. Favreau is the director of Mandalorian. Kevin Feige is in charge of all this. Everybody, all the Marvel heads, all the Disney heads, mm -hmm. he goes, they go, listen, We have if we want to make Disney Plus the biggest streaming service of all time change the face of entertainment we have to bring movie theater experiences to people's homes through streaming okay and favro says i got an idea yep we're going to use these fucking crazy screens they're going to eliminate green screens they're going to be amazing and he's like that's great this technology they're saying you know uh and then feige is like we're going to write wandavision it's going to be genre bending it's going to be so enthralling and amazing and Iger or whoever i don't know who came up with it they're all kind of, they're like, that's great. The technology is great. Storytelling, great. Everything has to be A plus quality, but here's what we need. Holy shit movie moments. I knew you were going to say holy shit moments. Holy shit movie level moments. Yep. And how do we do that? We say, this is the Mandalorian. The production is so great. The storytelling is so great. The characters are awesome. The world is awesome. And at the very end, we fucking go back to Jedi and we bring back Boba Fett. Yep. And have him killed, you know, whoever's left in Jabba's palace. And we bring back fucking Luke Skywalker from the original trilogy. We make the Mandalorian dovetail into the original trilogy of Star Wars and say, you care about that trilogy? Yep. Watch this show. Get Disney Plus, right? Yep. Then they say, well, that's Star Wars. What about Marvel? How are we going to bring fans of these movies to Marvel? They say, 
by the end of the first Marvel show, we're going to fucking bring in the X-Men. We got the X-Men license. When are we going to bring them in? Are we going to bring them in in a movie coming out that everyone's already going to go see? No. We're going to convince the people who are watching the Marvel movies and not caring about the idea of Marvel shows because all we have on our track record is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right. which is of a very different quality than the movies. Yep. And by the end of the show, we're going to take the X-Men and bring them in. So the people who like the X-Men, the people who like the Marvel movies are like, well, what the fuck? They brought the X-Men in into Marvel TV show? Yeah. Just like they brought in the original Star Wars trilogy to the Mandalorian. Right. They're going to bring in the X-Men to the Marvel Universe through WandaVision. It's a bold choice. Well, well and, and then Favreau looks over and he's like, hey, is this blanket making you cough? <laughs> well, what do you think about that as a from a marketing standpoint? It makes sense from a marketing standpoint. And you didn't think about it like that, right? I did not. But, but now thinking about the Mandalorian, do you feel like that was part of the intention of Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett? Where they're like, this it's not going to be headline stuff in the movies and then good stuff still on TV. Right. We're going to make this as good and have stuff that's as important as you would expect in a movie to be in the TV show too. It's got to be. Yeah. I would think so, right? Yeah. What, what are your, what's well, your you, thoughts? You, you, have, uh, I like, you have Disney's budget. You can afford these people. Well, the, 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 these, well the, these, the, and, and these effects and these moments. So I think an old school way of looking at this would be... Well, here are the Marvel movies. Yep. Um, and we'll do the TV shows. And the and almost like this. You know how the Avengers movies have more actual progression and like, you know, in this one, we invent Vision. In this yep. one, uh, Tony Stark dies. In this one, we kill Spider-Man, whatever yep. it is. We knew that wasn't going to happen in Ant-Man. Right. We knew it wasn't going to happen in any of the between movies. Yeah. Those movies are like, oh, start here and make sure you're reset by the end of the movie so that we can set up the next Avengers movie. Yeah. They're saying... We're not going to do that with our TV shows. We're going to make those moments, those those shifts in our landscape of these movies happen on the TV shows or the the, the streaming shows. I, I I I don't disagree with you. However, there are like all the Marvel movies are slated out for the next three years, and none of them are X Men movies. So how are you going to capitalize on this momentum of introducing? Ooh. You know, I almost said Jean Luc Picard, which is not <laughs> Patrick Stewart's name. Introducing Professor X or the X Men without an X-Men movie on the horizon. And I realized that like three years out, they have some, and maybe they're going to recast and do this and do Interesting. that. Um, or maybe there's, there's a bait and switch where they're like, yeah, we, you know, we, we have Captain Marvel two penciled in for next year. Wink. But like, really it's going to be X-Men one coming out next year instead of Captain Marvel two. And you know, they, they've just played a little fast and loose with the dates. And I, you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Mm. I mean, are there other characters that, have stuff to do with the X-Men. Oh, they, they announced a Fantastic Four movie. Right. Um, but with, with you know, very vaguely. Um, they announced Secret Invasion. Did they announce another Avengers movie? No, right? No, no I don't think That's so. That's weird. Yeah. So what is it? Black Panther 2. Yep. Spider-Man 3. Doctor Strange 2. Guardians 3. And then Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Black Widow, obviously. Yep. Captain Marvel 2. Did you say that? Captain Marvel 2. Yep. Is that it, though? I thought there was one more, but I don't know. See, to me, that's an interesting thought. Can we, let, let, just real quick, and if we can't figure it out, that's fine. Was there any, were there any big changes where they brought people in, and then you had to wait a long time to see them again? Guardians 1 and 2. Guardians 1 came out. Right. None of the characters had anything to do until Guardians 2. Right. Isn't that kind of the same? Kind of the same. Because what, it came out probably two years later. Right. I just think that the X-Men as a, as a, 
No, they're not because Guardians was so big. No, but I'm saying the X Men is is a known quantity, mm-hmm. and so the idea of not capitalizing on the momentum seems odd to me. Whereas Guardians was its own thing, could have flopped. Didn't. Oh, so you're saying that Guardians wasn't planned that way? Right. They made Guardians. They said we're going to have to see how this does. Yeah. And they were forced to say, okay, now we can green light it. Right. And there's nothing else we can do about it. Right. Um. Well, it's tough because like, do you see? Here's what I'm subscribing to. X Men now. Yep. Multiverse. Doctor Strange in the multiverse. I'm saying they can go fucking. They can do whatever they want. Balls to the wall. Yep. Like I'm talking Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Weird shit. I think is going right. to be brought into the multiverse, and then Spider Man is going to be the final chapter, or not final, but you know what I mean. Right. The conclusion of the multiverse story with the Tobey Maguire's and the yep. you know James Garfield. No, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Yep. Right. Yeah, President James Garfield. That's, That's who right. you're thinking of. <laughs> History. History. <Yeah. laughs> Spider-Man was our 37th president. <laughs> Stop saying 37. <laughs> How many presidents have we had? 40, we're on 46. All right. Well, that's that's fine. Yeah. When was, when was 37? Oh, let's see. All right. Working backwards. 45. That was 44. Nine times four is uh, 36. Yeah. I'm so aware it would have been right around Spider-Man's origin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except that how many of them served for eight years? <laughs> anyway. All right. Um. So I think that's really interesting. However, going by your logic, uh-huh. it, you kind of could say that about anybody. Couldn't you really? Like with like like Guardians, Black Panther. Was Nixon number 37? I'm just working my way backwards. <laughs> but you could say that about any character yeah. that you believe has popularity where it's like, you know, when this first started, it was Iron Man, Hulk, Captain America, Thor, you know, whoever. And we knew they were coming soon with the Avengers. But then as it got further out and it was like Captain Marvel, Black Panther, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man. It was kind of a question of like, well, when are these characters going to come back? Right. So and plus, you don't know if like they could show up in other projects. They could weave them in in some way. They could. That's an interesting question. Yeah. But but to me, it's like, I just can't believe that Quicksilver is in this and they're not going to go towards X-Men. All right. How could how could, how could they justify it? I, I agree. I just, I, I think the idea of saying, oh, this is going to introduce the X-Men mm. and then they don't have an X-Men movie and they're like, all right, uh, let's work Iceman into, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I guess he'll be friends with Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Yes. Well, I mean, people are already saying that like, where Winter Soldier and um, Falcon Falcon go in the city streets in Hong Kong right. is like a town where Wolverine was living right. in the original, like, whatever. Yep. I don't know if that's true, but I think they could pepper everybody in. I mean, it's weird It's weird because, like, we're looking at it with all these question marks in our head, but when you look at, like, retro, it's like Hawkeye was introduced in Thor. Yep. Black Widow was introduced in Iron Man 2. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of weird in retrospect where it's like, we couldn't have, I'll put it this way. Yeah, but there was an Avengers movie planned and on the horizon. Well, that, but yeah, we didn't know that and it wasn't even for sure. We were just hoping, right. you know, they were, they were hoping that. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like, I'll put it this way. A year before Iron Man 2 came out, if I was like, oh, Black Widow is going to be introduced in Iron Man 2, you'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Or if I was like, Hawkeye is going to be introduced in Thor, you'd be like, why? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So the idea that like, you know, could like, like I, th- I think it's very possible that Deadpool will be in Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Um, at, at least for a cameo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
But the idea of Professor X or Magneto or I guess a new, probably a new Wolverine right. or someone helping out in all these other movies, is it really out of the realm of possibility? It's not out of the realm of possibility. I just think it's... Like, think about this. Yeah. Hulk. Yep. There's nothing with Hulk attached to it. Right. Either. But we know that Mark Ruffalo is not done. You know, I, you I will say, say? It, does it make sense for him to be the aerospace engineer in uh, maybe in in the next episode? But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we're like, oh, we know Guardians, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Chang Chi, all the ones he named. Right. Which one does Hulk fit into? Right. Zero. Yeah. Does that really? Does that mean he's not going to be in anything for, right. for three years? Probably not. No. But he's he's one character. The X Men are many characters. So the idea of like, all right, uh, Nightcrawl, like, where are you fitting all these people in? And again, <laughs> I would love for it to be Fastbender. I would love for the X Men to be introduced here and for them to follow up. It's just right now, it's it's hard for me to swallow. That's all. I will say this: it's where like I got lava in? in my throat. Yes, Secret Invasion. Okay, sure. And B, can't they just not tell us yet? Yeah, that's what I think. It's got to be something like, like, it's got to be something like that. Right. I just can't imagine that they got Evan Peters to do this and they're not going to go X-Men. Right. It would, in, I think, it would monster years, dash your hopes. I guess. Two years from now, when me and you have, have tattoos of all the movies that came out with all the characters together in it with the X-Men and the Avengers, we're going to look back and be like, yeah, of course. How could they possibly have right. brought in Quicksilver without alluding to this new universe? Right. That's what I think. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And then the Halloween episode followed that episode. It it was like maybe my favorite one. Yeah. It was just so legit. They did it like Malcolm in the Middle, which is not an episode, which is not a TV show I thought they were going to parody at all. Right. I thought that they killed it. I thought the kid talking to the camera, the the filming style was awesome. The intro was awesome. The town square scare. Yep. That old school Halloween episode, you know I love that shit. I will say, as the episode was going, I'm like, oh, it's funny. They they talked in two episodes ago that there were no kids in town, and now there's kids all over the place. I'm like, oh, it's weird. I wonder, ah, whatever. And then they addressed it. They brought it up specifically. Oh, where were all the kids before this? They were, there. They were just sleeping. No need to traumatize them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. They noticed that too. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved the, I loved the Halloween episode. I love when Vision sees the woman on repeat and she has the tear in her eye. Yeah. I love that now we know if Vision goes outside of the hex, he dies. Yep. When she expanded it yep. and she took over the shield, the sword camp and everything turned into the circus and the, the, the airplane or the helicopter became the hot air balloon. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Um, I'm blown away by the show. I'm so sucked in. I'm so psyched. And if they don't go X-Men... I might take your life. All right. Well, I don't know. you can have it. I'll, I'll understand. I'm not how doing Army anything Hammer with it. To a cannibal. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how I feel in my right. heart. That makes sense. <laughs> By the way, a man after my own heart. Yeah. I do love that joke. And then following up with like, <laughs> yes. Don't, don't he texted me. He's gonna eat my heart. Yep. Oh, good stuff. Um, well, folks out there, if you have theories on Juan Division, we'd love to hear them. Send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com or find the email link through chuckandbradpodcast.com. Can't wait to watch it. Chuckandbradpasta.com. As soon as I see spoilers for Juan Division, the, you know, the last episode, the whole the script, the, uh, the closed captioning script was leaked. Oh, wow. And I was like, I got to read every fucking word of this. It's different for me to, oh, okay. to read the spoiler yeah. like that than it is to watch the show. Okay. I did not read it because yeah. that was too much. But like... I'm sorry. If they're like, oh, 
Blank shows up in the next episode of WandaVision. This changes everything. I'm yeah. like, I gotta see it right. I can't oh, wait. I not can't me. do it. I cannot wait. I, I, I spend less time on social media on Fridays because I don't want things to oh, accidentally be spoiled for me. I can't live without it. Yep. Um, well, folks, we appreciate y'all listening uh, and, and uh, you know, hearing about a, a nice weekend for Chuck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we hope that Bam gets the help he needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we said, send us your WandaVision theories. Mm-hmm. Or if you're like, ah, you know, it's not really for me, that's fine too. Mm-mm. Everybody's got Mm-mm. different art that they that appeals to them. You got to grow up, kid. Oh, okay. Um, we, we appreciate you guys being around for the ride. Thank you for being chubies. That's all I've got. That's all I got, Brad. Say the big old word. Deuces.